0: hello mummified corpses back to podcorn in a movie a movie podcast where we review different film genres i'm your host chase slano with my co-host david guillo and today for our halloween month we decided to review the 1999 the mummy with our special guests steven dillard and hey. matt guillard
1: well, thanks for having me guys steven yeah hey everyone this is matt great to be back great to
0: have everyone back. Honestly, guys, I'm glad to have a four-person di- four podcast today. It's been we a while since we've done one.
1: Since the dark days, I think, since the dark, dark podcast, right? We haven't ever done a four-person on Podcorn, have we?
0: I want to say we might have, but I don't remember. we never done one with Zach? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think no. so. No. No?
1: I don't think so. Yeah. Well, and then we're
2: popping, <laughs> we're popping the foursome cherry with Matt.
1: Boom. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's I'm excited like, to be the fourth. <laughs> yeah, I felt like uh, you know, like s- this was a big bonding thing between Steve and I when we first met. This was one of the many movies that were like this was a huge part of our childhood, and I was like, like, I felt like it wouldn't be proper without also having my brother on because like, and this was. Like just the movie to us as kids.
2: One um, one of the things we share in common is that uh, my older brother too, similar experience was just my, my older brother and I. I mean we uh, we burnt this VHS out. We had it on VHS at first.
1: Um, we burnt well, it out. I was gonna say because it's weird because this was definitely still in our VHS days, but um, I think I said to Steve that this was our first ever DVD. I, but I was a- I I think it might not have been if if it's not our first it was our third it's right here it's still yes know, it's i was you remember the other two that i i was about to say david i originally thought that it was our first dvd but then i remembered the first the first two were was like a Haley Joel Osment movie that i forward. Can- paid so, forward and yeah. then oh gosh i can't uh, remember the Al- other Inter-Mars one mars movie i think Oh, that's right. I always get the was, Mars titles confused. Mission to Mars or
2: uh, or uh Red Planet. Red Planet. Dalcomer. Red Planet. Dalcomer. Yes, it was Red yeah. Planet.
1: But it was like two <laughs> movies that like dad hadn't even seen and I don't know why he just came I think it was cuz DVDs were still new and I think he saw like a good deal at Best Buy and he's like got to get these DVDs. Uh, this is it movies? If- I wonder if
2: <clears throat> Matt or Dave, if you guys remember, uh, I had this VHS that had the, uh, holographic card on the front and it's like the Lost World Jurassic Park had it, uh, Independence Day had it, yes. but it was like, you lift it out of the box and there was a whole like cut out and there was like a holographic card that came with it. We had the- that Lost VHS World Park. one. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. Lost cabinet, and it was right? the T-Rex,
2: right? It was like, you looked at it a certain, ri- a certain way and the T-Rex would, would jump out or something. For some uh, reason,
1: the card has been missing probably (laughs) since the 90s, I think. Yeah, (laughs) I I just remember scratching the card and just making it like a record sound. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I guess we'll go into like our, our first experience with this movie. But, um, like my first experience with it was with Matt, my brother. Like, it was, uh, I think he came up to me one day and he was like hey we're going to see the mummy with will Comier, our our neighbor and his dad and uh at that point i just had only really saw this the trailer and it kind of scared me like i I, like the big imagery from the trailer i remember was the hand um coming up from the sand and like that just scared me so much so i was i was only seven uh you were nine right Matt? yeah yeah um and so I was I was pretty terrified seeing this movie. Like, And I think that's a huge part of why I enjoyed it so much. Because it was like, I really didn't let up on being scared until, I guess, the end. I kind of was like, finally let my guard down. But it was one of those things where I was so scared during the dark scenes that the light adventure scenes were like such a relief to me that I was so excited during them. Like, I don't know, it like was hugely affecting it like how much this movie like left an impact on me because i was scared the whole time yeah and i i do remember being like oh no i don't know if i could bring david along because it might be too scary and that was a big concern but then uh yeah when we went and saw it with will it was like i think the adventure you know the, the epic adventure of the movie to us was like what captivated us. And it, it just was, we loved adventure movies and it, this was like the ultimate adventure movie. And, um, you know, being able to see it in theaters too like a PG 13 movie at that age in theaters was a big deal. And that was something that was cool. I want to say this, uh, like, like, cause it's, The one of my favorite podcasts are covering this on they covered this on their paid for service where they actually watch it while they record for it. But uh, um, they they brought up this point that because the one of the kids, the actor Griffin Newman that's in it, um, is around you're in Steve's age, you guys are about the same age, I think, the same exact age, uh, Matt and Steve. But um, yeah. so, like, he has a very similar experience with the mummy, like, is his time frame. But he brought up this point that, like, I didn't want to say it myself, I like, claim it as my own because I thought it was such a good point he made. But he was like for, for him and what he felt like his generation, this was the first movie that was kind of ours. You know, like we grew up being shown Indiana Jones from our dad and Star Wars from our dad and all these classics from our dad. And then this was a movie you and I saw in the theaters together without him. And it just like kind of was like, this is our generation. Like it felt more of like this is our new adventure that we weren't being shown. We were seeing, we were experiencing for the first time, which up until that point, we hadn't had many of those moments, I think. So, like, I just thought that was like, it, it was such a cool point that I was like, wow, that really. I think that's why this movie was so defining for me and us like and and to be honest this this was there is a scary movie and it's not like it wasn't you know a big deal that when you went to see it it was like okay we're going to see a scary movie in theaters but the adventure stuck out so much more to us, like the action, the guns, like, you know, just two, being two able to two pistols. Yeah. Dual yeah, wielding, like, like yeah. it literally imprinted, you yeah. know, dual wielding as being cool in our brains yeah. for the rest of our lives. Yeah. That was really a big, big moment when he when he just has four guns out of at all time is always dual wielding. Oh, yeah. Chase, what, what was your, your uh,
2: viewing experience? So,
0: I'm not going to lie. I feel like growing up for this movie, so first of all, I was too young when the movie came out. Again, I'm extremely young to you guys. So, I was one when this movie came out. That's how old I am. Yep. Uh, but, I knew growing up a lot of people said The Mummy was a good scary movie. And of course, I was too afraid. Like I've said this whole month, I didn't touch scary movies until high school. So, but, it's really hard to think of my first time fully watching the movie. I feel like I've watched so many parts of this movie. I want to say the first time I fully sat down and watched it was with you guys. I want to say last year, a year or two ago. But, I, I can tell you, I know the first 45 minutes I've seen multiple times. But then after that, it was like, it wasn't all new, but it was, oh yeah, I remember. Oh yeah, I remember. You know what I mean? So I want to say yeah. last year or two was the first time i fully seen it all the way through.
1: Wow. Steve? How'd you feel? Steve.
2: Like, oh, oh no. me, me? Okay. Look, go all into right. mine <laughs> <laughs> I thought the first time for some reason was
1: with uh, the group, Chase. See, that's what that's I'm what saying. I, That was my memory, I thought.
0: <laughs> I, I definitely feel like I've seen the first 45 minutes multiple times. Cause I just sitting it through today. I was like, I've seen the first 45 minutes, like the whole getting there all that, that multiple, multiple times.
1: This movie does play on TV now, but it seemed like the perfect TV movie that didn't really play that much when, when we were young, or at least I don't recall. Or maybe if it was on TV, I'd be like, why would I watch this on TV when we own it? But I didn't You typically do that with things that you did. We owed. you know, I'd watch a whole movie with commercials before getting up and putting it in. Yeah, so, I've been
2: there.
3: Um, so, so Stephen, my experience yes. with it,
2: um, I was nine, 1999, right? I was nine, um, and there, there used to be a uh, – the mall that I used to go to that I eventually worked at was uh, – there was an AMC theater, which turned into a Cobb theater, individually owned. But before that, there was that theater. And then on the same property but not attached to the mall was what was called AMC South. And that was like a separate movie theater. But it was like if these 16 theaters got booked at AMC, then you could go outside and the other eight had different showings and such. So my friend and I at the <laughs> time went to go see it. And it was one of those occasions where it's like – it's in the middle of the summer. We got dropped off, and we just went to the movie. And then we called his mom when we got back out off the payphone. So we were two nine-year-olds at this movie theater, but it was awesome. We went to go see the Mummy by ourselves, um, and I was it terrified me. I was scared of that movie for a long time when I was a kid. Um, but it's a movie that uh, I remember when it came out, like at the rental stores at Blockbuster. My brother and I would rent it like every Friday night, and we'd we just. Wear it out. We ended up buying it. Had the graphic card with the sand on the
1: front. I'm pretty yeah. sure you had a birthday party, Matt. Um, that we watched it at <laughs> at the house. I feel like it was the same birthday you got a Dreamcast. Yes, I yes that I is true. It's a very I, vivid memory. Yep. I, I do like remember, remember eating that pizza while watching this. Yeah, I went to a birthday party for The Mummy Returns. I remember. I saw both of them at the same theater.
0: Like the so same, the actual same theater or the same, like, yeah, it was building. theater
2: one in AMC. Oh South. yeah. I, don't know I remember that. it significantly because it was the biggest theater in AMC South both times. But I was, that was, uh, they were big. Yeah, it was like, we, they don't, I feel like they don't make movies like the mummy anymore. I was going to say that in it's, our talk.
0: Uh, I agree with you.
1: Well, to, to piggyback off of is what, it a year later, um, X Men comes out and then Spider Man. Yeah, the movies got bigger after. after. Like, movies so. got bigger. Yeah. after Yeah, and Mummy. this movie definitely influenced a lot of blockbusters of the times. Um, yeah, and uh, but I agree. Like this, um, I feel like in this movie. Every it's
2: one of those. It's one of those rare movies where I feel like every line is quotable. Yeah,
1: yeah. every
2: line uttered in this movie is quotable. I know because. Dave and I many a time. So every damn day.
1: Half, <laughs> half of this movie. <laughs> you
2: swear? you swear every damn day? Uh,
1: every time every I hear day. that line, apparently, I'm like, oh, next time someone says, do you swear to me, I'm going to remember to say every damn day. And I've never done it in my whole life. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently... <laughs> He had a very good time. <laughs> he, he I use that one. A, the I really use that
2: really a lot one with, with someone's like, where did this person go? Apparently they had a very good time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a hundred Americans. I don't know. There's a hundred um, in there, but it's, uh, it's again, like uh, to piggyback off of what Dave was saying earlier and Matt, um, it feels like uh, your Indiana Jones meets, meets like your classic monster movie. I don't know. It was great. Cause like, I've, I just recently watched the original mummy. Same um, today. Today I did. Today, yeah, okay.
1: V- vastly different movies. Yeah. Vastly Matt, did we ever movies. watch that? I I was gonna say we didn't, but then I was like, maybe we did, because uh, why? Why do I? That wasn't like a Boris Karloff. Like, it is, yeah. Oh, oh it it is? okay, yeah. No, and I, I feel like did. you and I were like, this is nothing like the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, think we I liked think it. it. It's still like Emotiv. And, yeah, uh, well, that was the thing is they have a lot of similar names and that's kind of it kind of triggered something in my head of like when Matt and I were kids, maybe we're like, oh, that's that's a uh, also not a bad movie like the original mummies. Uh, um, entertaining.
2: If yeah, you like, if you like classic monster, I like classic monster.
1: Yeah. But it doesn't have it doesn't have Brendan Fraser in it. It though. doesn't have any yeah. action for that matter, and he's barely you never see him in mummy attire. Like uh, Brid- he's wearing uh, what know, is it? Never a, Brid- in, in no, it I never
2: see Brendan Fraser in No,
1: Boris Karloff. He's don't. like wearing a uh, what do you call it? A fez? What's what's Benny wearing this whole movie? A fez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the, it the fez, might yeah. be called a fez. He's wearing one of those the entire movie, <laughs> and, and he also. Um, Uh, He goes by the name Ardef Bay, which is interesting. Uh, Which is uh, Odin Fair's character. Yeah, Which is, I, um, I guess you never hear his name said in this movie the whole time it's just mm-hmm. in the end credits and then that, that is actually one of the things i noted when uh, i was watching it this time around. i was like they really never say and his he's name. one of the best characters in and, the yeah. movie and that's like he's such crazy. kind of an epic scene in the mummy returns when he goes yes. and runs into mr echo from loss and he's like uh, oh that's uh, big i like the part,
2: uh, I, like the part when, <laughs> I like the part of mummy returns real quick side note i do love the part where they get off the bus, and Brendan Fraser's like, "You all right?" And he goes, "That was my first bus ride. <laughs> That's then, like, after the bus was like attacked by all the mummies." And, that was my he's first a
1: great. Bus he's bus a ride. great character. I just love the eye in general. They are yeah. just yeah. really cool people are, that like yeah. have like, such diehard purpose. By the way, Dave,
2: how do you? What's the line? What's the 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 famous line? Say it to me, because I think you've been saying it wrong the entire time. What line that he
1: says at the end of the movie before you think he dies? Um, save the creature ki- or s- kill the creature? Save the girl, but is it save the girl? Kill the creature? Kill the creature? It's and I noticed it. And it,
2: it was like uh, it was like it bothered me because I was like I don't know if it was through osmosis, but I was like, have I been saying it wrong the whole time,
1: or did Dave influence me to say it it's wrong? One of those things. The entire too, time that I never. Do you, do you think? It sounds less smooth just because of the know. way we've been saying it forever, it's, it's, or it's, uh, it's the what, why are
2: you here, Jack? From Lost, yeah. where it's yeah. like it's not, yeah. what you, it's not the line. What I is he was. actually
1: saying, Lost? <laughs> Uh, I don't remember here, now. here. Why are you here, Jack? That's what I want it to be. So, <laughs> kill the anyway, creature,
2: save the girl. But <laughs> it's save the girl, kill the creature, and I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, uh, it really threw me off. But anyway, classic, I digress. Uh, I classic
1: digress. movie lines. Yeah. Matt, Matt, and I share so many of those in common. Uh, there's one we oh, sure. parted. We always said, and now I can't think of what it is. Oh, Gosh, now now you have me thinking about yeah. that one. <laughs> oh, you I know think what it was is? a Martin Sheen, Martin Sheen yes, line. Yes, it's uh um. Uh, I yeah, and yeah. I still don't know what it is, but it's which one of you mugs got a light? And I think yeah, you always said any, any you of mugs. you mugs got a light. I always said any of you mugs got yes. a light. I think no, you were that's saying... a, That's what I'm saying. I think you always said any of any you mugs oh, got and you it's light, which one of you mugs? Which one of you mugs got a light? Well, well there yeah. we go.
2: Um, this movie though,
1: (laughs) yeah. Um, do you want to do what do we do, facts or actor background?
0: We do do actor background first, then we go into facts.
1: Um, so I don't want to go like too deep into everyone because there's there's like a lot of like mini guys in this movie, but I'll work like you know backwards with like the the small guys like Jonathan Hyde, who's uh Dr. Alan Chamberlain, we just know him as the dad in Jumanji. Yep. Dad and, uh, Jumanji. He's yes, also in Titanic. Yes. He's, yep. he's, you know, you know a lot of people don't realize
2: in Titanic he plays the dad and he plays the hunter.
1: Yes. And not in Titanic. That'd be crazy <laughs> if he's the dad and the hunter <laughs> in Titanic. But, um, yes, he also and, plays uh, the Titanic. In yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't realize <laughs> that until that. I was much older which is like deep, you know. Yes, guess, yeah, but he plays, he plays two
2: roles in Jumanji and I always found that Interesting because I think I had that same effect when I was a kid. I didn't realize it. Watch it again later on and I was like, "That's the that's his dad.
1: And I was like, <laughs> Oh, it all makes sense. Um, there's uh the, the other doctor, uh the guy that ends up being a Megi, Dr. Terrence Bay, he was uh he was in the the to bird planet of the apes, but also Mr. Deeds is kind of the Yeah, Mr. Deeds was yeah. great was the, great call out for him. Um, another, another, uh, ca- uh, um, Titanic person is Bernard Fox, who's Will- Winston, but I can't picture him in Titanic. He's not the like, captain, is he? No, that's He's that's Colonel King Théoden. Archibald Gracie. Is the captain <laughs> of it Captain? What's it? Yes, it is. Mm hmm. Yeah, I can't picture him, but, um, Yeah, and then uh, uh, we have Odette Fair, who is Ardeath Bay. I don't really know him from anything else besides Resident Evil.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess the
1: second movie, but he's in Resident Evil Extinction, which I think is the best out of the... uh, Isn't he in three Resident Evil movies or just two? He he probably goes on after Extinction, actually. Yeah, he's in Retribution. I don't Mm -hmm. remember like past extinction but i saw two more in theaters um kevin j o'connor is betty who is an awesome like character actor he's just such a i think he's the greatest weasel in movie history yes like i really do i don't know if anyone plays it uh i i did he is such a little
2: in this movie he's
1: such a little i did like half hour of uh the commentary and Brendan Fraser was like, Is there anyone that could play Weasley better than him? <laughs> he, he's uh, great in uh Canadian bacon though. Yeah, yeah. I just yes, I just sent yeah. Steve a scene from Canadian Bacon. I love that, that movie. Good, um, good call. You know what's really weird though, is like last oh, year oh. uh when we watched <laughs> uh when we watched Palm Springs before we did that episode, I watched this movie called Peggy Sue Got Married, where he plays like the like hunk in it. Like the like guy that like gets the girl. And it's just like so weird seeing that character. Cause like my experience with him is like like Canadian Bacon. It's the mummy He plays Igor in the Stephen Summers Van Helsing. Like uh Yeah. He plays like a really weird guy in that Stephen King show, the Hulu show eleven twenty two sixty three. Um Summers likes him. He's used him in almost all of his movies. He's in G. I Joe as well. Um which was another Somers movie he was in uh uh there will be blood which is one of the greatest like small roles ever but he's the guy that like claims he's Daniel's brother I don't know spoilers that Daniel kills him and it's one of the greatest scenes ever
0: yeah go on tell the spoiler
1: (laughs) um (laughs) John Hanna is another great guy. I don't know him for much besides Spartacus, which he's amazing in Spartacus. He's
2: the only one uh, other than Frazier who's in all three mummies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, But he's a great Which, by the way, I'm going to get it out of the way now. Uh, I knew it from the other podcast and listening to the commentary. He goes, Hello, I'm Brendan Frazier. It's not Frazier, it's Frazier.
2: It's also Brendan, not yeah,
1: Brendan Frazier. A people say of people say, say Brendan Frazier. Brandon Frazier. Yes, Brendan Frazier. Brendan Frazier. And I think Wise, Rachel Wise is Vice also. Rachel Weiss, so. Spice, yeah. Yeah, Vice. Um, so, Vice, yeah. Yeah, Vice. Vice, yeah.
2: um John, can we can we um can do, we you, a, a do you do home- you know
1: John Hanna from some from some stuff?
2: me yeah no just from the mummy This when i was introduced to him i know he's an all three mummy um i know he's been in other stuff i've looked at his imdb before but not yeah anything that strikes me he's scottish um, i guess what i was gonna say though is uh, just a, a moment of appreciation for the character of jonathan great character love it mm-hmm. love love jonathan love, love um
1: is he yeah. awesome he's
2: really a great, great comic relief character is it? Is a um no manifest. Oh, now I see. Now I see. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's a it's
1: a stalk. Oh, It's a stalk. A stalk. It's a stalk. Uh, God, I love this movie so much. Yeah, it's great. This is probably the my favorite movie we've ever covered. Uh, yeah, I figured. It's just I, tough I for figured, me. To, yeah, I feel like it's tough for me to even talk about it. To be honest, like I don't even know where to start. But uh all right, so then we have Arnold Vazlu, who's uh. Okay, now do you
2: know? Do you, I can uh, dark man.
1: Okay, uh, my big one Blood is Blood too. Diamond. That was the one I pulled yeah. out of my butt when you when we were playing the movie game, and then you gave me Arnold Vosloo, and I was like, "Fuck!" You know? Yeah, G.I. Uh, Joe. Yeah, I guess he's in G.I. Joe too. <laughs> it uh. just keeps it going, <laughs> Steven Summer. But yeah, it, it's funny though because Arnold Vosloo, like, if you've
2: looked at his body of work, like what he's acted in, he's a talented actor. I don't know why he didn't get more roles. Yeah. I don't
1: know where like. He gives off um, major uh, oh my god Billy Zane vibes. Billy Zane, yeah. Which I was gonna yeah. say that about um, the, the last the same, time of around I, the I, same time too. I, I meant to say that last episode as well. Um, Jerry, is that was that the vampire's name? Yes, his name He gave off super Billy Zane oh, vibes yeah, to that me. That was as Billy, well. that was Billy Zane as a vampire. Can't yeah, believe uh, <laughs> I, you couldn't tell me it wasn't Billy Zane. Um, but, yeah, uh, he's also in, like, an episode who's the of 24. Guy
2: that, who's the guy because Billy Zane is in Titanic, but who's the guy that's in The Phantom? That's is that Billy, Billy Zane. Zane? Who's yeah, the guy that's
1: in The Rocketeer? That's not neither Billy Zane nor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Like is he uh, another Eyebrows? Because that's where it comes from. Yeah. It's the Eyebrows. The eyebrows like I, I, yeah. Like Billy Campbell. Billy Ham, um, yeah. The Phantom. I, I only think about that movie when you randomly mention it. But then we have Rachel Wise and Brendan yeah. Fraser. Rachel Vice yeah. and it's, Brendan. It's
2: the same. It's the same guy. It's Billy Zane. It's 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 it's, it's, it's <laughs> it
1: it's, does it's look the, like it.
2: It's the same guy. Over in Arnold Vosloo, they're all the same.
1: But um, um, well, I don't know. I don't. I'm not gonna go down either of their f- filmography because they're huge, but do you guys have some favorites from from Vice and Frazier? Vice? Vice. Rachel? Rachel, I I would say uh, Enemy Enemy at the Gates is definitely one of my top ones for her. I haven't watched that movie in a really long time. I'd like to revisit it.
0: I mean, we got George in the Jungle for Mm Frazier.
2: Yeah, are we talking? Did you? Yeah, we talking Frazier right now? Well, you there's said like, both. You like, yeah, I
1: guess we can pick a lane. <laughs> yeah, like, was yeah I was, <laughs> I was
2: a, a, like, a, Frazier, like, even though a lot of his '90s work was bad, like I saw everything. I saw Bedazzled, Monkey Bone, I saw uh, George of the Jungle, Dudley Do Right, The Mummy.
1: Like well, I saw everything. Really, a huge, like, not great, but hit. 90s guy you know like the movies aren't really gone down in history all that impressive but they're all like hits I feel like I don't know like I'm trying to think of what he was doing before the mummy I like, guess it's really like what made him like famous I guess
0: well I know that the director hired him because of George the of Georgia, the Jungle,
1: the jungle. <laughs> But I don't I'm know. Looking at Rachel Weiss, I'm like, why do any of these movies look like Brendan Fraser movies? <laughs> um, okay, yeah. This makes more sense. Like, School Ties, he got, like, the lead in that movie that uh, uh, I don't know if... Um, it was Armchair Expert, right? The Matt Damon one where he talks about how him and Ben Affleck went out for the lead in School Ties. Um, and Brendan Fraser beats out those two guys, you know? Like... He's and uh, they end up being, you know, relatively back. I think Matt Damon's like more significant than Ben Affleck in that movie. Um, he's an Encino Man. Yeah, lo- I which love is, it's- like huge. I feel like I don't know if people love it now, but cold I haven't. Follow-y. I've never fully seen has that. As a cult following, I I've um, actually never is, is that the Poly Shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I've never John seen Astin that movie too, right? I, yeah, I've never seen that all the way through. I've only um, seen it on TV and, like, I've watched parts of it. I feel like he plays, like, a dummy a lot, right? Like, is Airheads, yeah, is he a dummy in Airheads? I've never seen that either. Yeah, that's- yes, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. That's a good um, one. That's another one I didn't even think of. Before. Yep. Yeah, Steve Buscemi and uh, Adam Sandler and him are in a band. Right? That's a that's a little yeah. bit of a hidden gem right there, by
2: the way. What a, what
1: a really cross, uh, like a like a triangle of different people on different paths. You know, yeah. like yeah. I I I th- I find that fascinating. That cast wasn't Weird um, Al also in that movie. There's there's definitely <laughs> a couple big name musicians in cameos. That. Yeah, I don't know. Why, I just thought Weird Al, <laughs> Michael McKeon's in it. Yeah. David Arquette's in it. What about uh, Brendan Fraser's Oscar big Oscar movie Crash? Yeah, he's yeah. that's kind of a so like he really destroys his body making the mummy and the mummy returns like and mm-hmm. uh, and his career kind of like takes a little bit of a a standstill like he does his his Scrubs cameo um in between those which is like you I think regarded as some of the best Scrubs episodes. Mm-hmm. Ever, of all times. Um, yep. Like, I know the ones that have made me cry have, have been those two two of his episodes. Um, yep. Uh, he's, of course, in Revenge of the Mummy, The Ride. Great ride. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Directed, directed by Steven Summers. Yeah. Um,
2: I, I, I had my cup of coffee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. It's at the end of the ride, right? Yeah. Um, I, I
2: had my cup of coffee.
1: But I think he, like, kind of hits, like, hard times and is, like, all right, I need to do action again because it looks like, like, he does Journey to the Center of the Earth and the Mummy all, all right next to each other, like, in the same tu- in the same year, it looks like. And then he kind of disappears after that. I don't know, like, if you guys have heard the stories of, like, he, for Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, he was basically, like, in an exoskeleton of, like, ice packs making it, like... um.
2: Yeah, he was... Is really messed up, yeah. And uh, as
1: uh, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover used to say, he was getting too old for that shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he really disappears like he's in yeah. a lot of shit for a long time. And we're kind of in a Fraser sense right now, yeah. Um, I love it, I love it. The resurgence, I want to say, I mean, it seems like he's in a couple shows and. But in my opinion I just watch this but he's in the the movie that's like kind of or a show that's kind of in the twin movie category even though it's a show but it's the show trust that's based on the Gettys it came out the year after all the money in the world or the same year I think um and he plays Fletcher Chase, who is Mark Wahlberg's character from that movie, and he's awesome in it. He's doing a weird, wild cowboy character, and he's going for it, and he's really, really good. And then he's uh, a voice in Doom Patrol, which is, like, I know Chase, like, we, like, I, that's one of my favorite parts of the show is him, yeah. like, and he does a lot with just his voice. Like, he appears as is his himself, like, one or two times in the show, but, uh. Have you, any he, of you
0: seen uh, No Sudden Move yet?
1: Yes. Love him in it. Love him in that. That's the kind of thing yeah. I'm like, if I could project the next 10 years of Fraser, it's like weird. Caric- he's a, he, I think he's he should like just a be a full-on character, character. actor now. I agree with that. Yeah. He's put on a little bit of weight. Um, he's such but- a... Uh, yeah. I'm wondering if the weight thing has to do with this Darren Aronofsky movie that's coming out. There's right. a reclu- a reclusive English teacher suffering from severe obesity who attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter for one last chance at redemption, and he's what appears to be the star of that, um, which is great. Uh, I love Aronofsky like a lot. So, so, so uh, um, Re- Requiem? Hi. Yeah, has he not done a movie since Mother? Mother. I don't think so. You gotta watch the wrestler, dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do need it. That that pie and um. I think that's it. But speaking of Aronofsky, uh, Rachel Vice is in. Well, that's one of my favorites. Is the Fountain. That's a wicked good movie. Have you guys seen that? No. All right. Good. Good Aronofsky. Uh, Hugh Jackman as well. Um, hmm. but also I just wanted to say Frazier's gonna be in Killers of the Flower Moon my beloved scorsese.
2: <laughs> yes, he is. He's getting uh, he, he's getting a lot of work. That's good. He deserves it. Mm, he does. He's also a good person. Just everything you hear about him yeah, from uh, every- from people that I've worked with him and yeah, in his he's- private and personal life like his his record is unblemished. He's just a genuine guy. So, I don't know. Hope he uh continues in
1: the mummy. deserves it. Um. And then, yeah, Rachel Weiss. She's, uh, like I said, The Fountain. The Lobster is one of my favorite movies of all times. That's what I said earlier was The Lobster. Was, have any of you seen uh, Envy?
2: Envy? With, uh, no. With, uh, Jack Black and uh, Ben Stiller. Rachel Vice, no. uh, Amy Poehler. Um, horrible critic reviews. Anyways, Rachel Weiss in that movie is very funny. And I hadn't seen her in anything that was like wasn't really serious other than, I guess, The Mummy. You know, they got, she mostly takes on some pretty serious roles or she's in dramas. So seeing yeah, her yeah. in comedy, I just want to say, uh, she has some range that I was not expecting. I'd like to see her in more comedy roles. I think that'd be funny. I'd like to see a looser Rachel Vice.
1: So that's guess- kind of... Well, I was just gonna say I guess even though I didn't I wasn't really a big fan of the movie, I do have to give Rachel Wise credit for her role in Black Widow. I thought she was really good and okay, she was okay. funny, I thought. I thought she was kinda of funny.
2: I didn't even think about that, Matt. Good point. Good point. I, I just we just saw that movie. I didn't even think about that.
1: It's Matt's least favorite Marvel movie. Yep. It's number <laughs> number number zero. Is it really? Yeah number 0 <laughs> that he
2: can't even give it a
1: number it's number 0 no
2: where's Shang chi on that list real quick Matt?
1: i haven't seen it yet I've, God i'm in a God uh, damn it guys uh, it's it's almost a shame i'm on this podcast right now because i'm actually in a movie rut right now i have not seen many new movies in a while <laughs> and it's really bothering me out of the uh, straight-to-HBO stuff? Nah the straight-to-HBO, I cheated with um The Suicide Squad. That was the last one. I didn't even see that one in theaters. I cheated guys, and watched it. You guys still aren't done with The Sopranos? Oh, no, we finished that a while ago. So you, you guys just haven't watched Many Saints? Uh, we have. Oh, right. <laughs> you just didn't like it, so you didn't say Oh, clear. man, I will... Yeah. All right. We can, <laughs> well, uh, we anyway, talk. the movie <laughs> Rachel Vice. So, so uh, along that line, Steve, that uh, I like, she's really light-hearted, and it's like they're not necessarily comedies, but they're co- funny movies. They have humor in them. But the um, Ryan Johnson movie, The Brothers Bloom, is okay. really good. Uh, so, enlighten me. Yeah, that's like a, a heist it's movie. What kind I've of. seen. Yeah. Um, or. It's more of a grifter movie. I feel like is a better. Term I do have the movie. It. but say what other? Is there any other Rachel? Um. Oh. Uh, so the Lobster is like kind of more like it. it's really fucking dark, I guess. Too. Yeah. But she's. That I would. She's more of a whimsical character, I guess. I like. I like that movie a lot. That's a. That's a really. Uh... And then the favorite, but she's like wicked serious in the favorite, but that movie's also way more whimsical. Like, or not whimsical, but it's just like it's. I found it funny. Speaking <laughs> like like of uh,
0: speaking of whimsical, she is also in Fred Claus. She is Wanda. She is. She is. Yeah. Oh. She is the love interest in Fred Claus.
1: It always kills you <laughs> when when she wouldn't come back for for the Bobby three. Because (laughs) I don't know why, but for whatever reason, the same fucking year she does Fred (laughs) Claus. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Apparently the studio tried to say that she wanted to spend more time with uh, her kids. Well, I, in the other podcast, I don't know how legitimate this is, but they, they mentioned that she had an issue with the fact that they were casting like a, whatever, 20 something year old. As her kid, she didn't really like that yeah. idea. Um, of oh, it's like yeah. they should have just killed Alex off in between the movies, and yeah, die. or just said he's away at yeah at Yeti Camp, at school, whatever happens in that movies with Yetis.
2: Dude, Still is, haven't
1: ever seen that movie since theaters. That movie
2: is uh, I've seen it twice. That movie is is gone from my memory. Um, I
1: think I told this story Dragon on Emperor the, on the podcast. Yeah, it,
2: I mean, I remember. I think like the climax, but most of that movie is gone. Same. Like,
1: I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. I, could I say think. A, a lot more I think it that. was. It was probably one of the biggest theater disappointment experiences that my brother and I have ever. had. Well, actually, I don't know if I could say that, but I as, think we as, saw it as, as like the famous Chinatown theater in yes, LA, didn't we? Yeah. When, It was just like a vacation, and we were excited. Even though we weren't that, we were kind of like dreading seeing it because we were like, "Worried, gonna suck." Yeah, yeah, Uh, and it did. But you know what, Uh, Matt? In all honesty, I'm thinking like, you know, I The Mummy Returns does not have a good reputation, and even like the last time I saw it, it dropped major points for me. And I'm oh, and I'm kind of watching this movie thinking like. (sighs) Imagine if there was a proper sequel to this movie. And I don't exactly. know if The Mummy Returns exactly. was. You know? No, like, I, I I, agree that The Mummy Returns was a, like, it, for when we were young, it was perfect. It yeah. was just like the right amount of action I, and adventure. I put it continuing in the prequel the story. Set, Yeah, In the prequel category. Star Wars. Yeah, yes. like the prequel Star Wars. We were excited yeah, we were about young, it because it we was new. Dumb. It young it, 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 uh, Impressionable quality wise it's just so much on a different level the story and as the, the scorpion the, the, the that's the other yeah. thing is the effects how do you guys feel do you think these effects hold oh, up like, yes these, I, yes, buddy yes. I yes.
2: no corals, i had no yeah. quarrels i was he about to so say good.
1: i made a note when i was watching it this most recent time for like i mean probably this is like 98 maybe who knows 97 like when they started like really making this but uh the cgi is incredible like it is for for that you know late 90s like it is really good and i i feel like they really were probably among the you know frontiersmen of using this like interactive cgi environment yeah, with action like, and yeah like i don't know just the scene of like brennan fraser with the sword fight yeah, or like, like the sword like, fighting the mummies it, right. or even just the mummy itself like and you know so them interacting going... with the mummy it was really impressive the cgi Oh, you guys have to click on that. But I sent you just in the chat. I'm sure you could just look it up in a second. But it's just, like, keep that in mind, and then can you click on the link that I sent? It's taking us out, yeah. It's a I, redirect. I
0: can't, but if it's a part of my fact that I'm going to say.
1: I am just I just yeah. typed in the Scorpion King, the mummy, and I'm just like, look at video game looking shit up. Like, it's oh, so yeah. bad. Yeah. And it's like, how did, like and it's and really because i think they were a little bit sparse in this movie uh and and they used it wisely they used it in yes. proper lighting uh they yes. didn't they did so much like hinting at or like there was um three deaths i believe in this when uh anuxa's moon gets killed right at the beginning and they show it through the shadows on the wall yes. and then when the cowboy gets, like, eaten alive, like, sucked dry, like, uh, they show that as a shadow on the wall. And then at the end, when the Nux in the Moon gets killed again, they show it as a shadow. But it's just, like, very effective filmmaking without showing anything, you know? Like, like the effects that that requires versus actually showing it is so much different. In a, I don't know. It's just a real shame what they did with the second one.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's the, it's the old, uh, it's the old treatment of, um, less is more Yeah, uh, like the jaws treatment. I often talk about, you know, like don't show all the deaths, show the shadows. Like, and they established that early. They established that the first, the first kill is him getting killed through the curtain is the Pharaoh getting killed
1: through the curtain. Well, that's what it is. not a Nux and a Moon getting killed. Yeah, yeah. no, it's her stabbing herself. Yes, that's what you see in the shadow, correct? You see him getting stabbed through the curtain, so you don't Um, see the Pharaoh. So one of the things that I also think about this movie is, I mean, again, I think it is a much better quality movie than its sequel, but Stephen Sommers, I think, was probably still tried to make a name for himself and like wanted to establish himself as a good director. And apparently right after this movie premiered, he got a call from the studio saying we need to make a sequel. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, he probably was like, Oh, all right." And he rushed into making this, you know, huge budget blown up, you know, blockbuster sequel that just didn't have the quality that, he originally intended they really go all out with the sequel like things that like uh you and i found epic as kids it's like this doesn't even make fucking sense as to why what's going on right now but like the anubis army fighting the Veggie at the end like that's just like an excuse to have like a Lord of the Rings-esque battle at the end <laughs> the for no reason out at all, clip. kind the of. Like, was something
2: out of, out of The Lost World. It reminded me of Jurassic Park Lost World when they were picking off the guys in the cornfield. Yeah, the long the grass. The running through the woods. Yeah.
1: And the moment he returns and they get, remember the one guy keeps, keeps dodging death? Which has some great and, humor in it because, yeah, yeah, he ducks so many times and then Jonathan ends up ducking on him. So yeah. he dies, which yeah. is like fitting but for Jonathan's a, character.
3: Like That's a good that bit. Away.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I liked that. That was always funny because that same guy almost dies like four times, and then finally he uh, he, he bites. He, he bites it. Um,
1: I don't know. I'm sorry, Chase. You want to no, get into some facts? Yeah, or... I
0: actually no. I was glad that you were talking because I was looking up because one of my facts is talking about the special effects. So, uh, first of all, this movie's budget was eighty million dollars. So, Wait, whoa. 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 What? Whoa, what? Are you are you sure? Yeah, is that, it was is that $80, 80 million. Oh my God. So eighty million, but they spent fifteen million on the special effects with uh, industrial. After the
1: movie, after the eighty million.
0: No, including the eighty million. Oh. So fifteen million out of the eighty million is special effects, and then I was looking up the Mummy Returns, which that ended up being the issue. Is they got more money, but they did less money in the special effects. So that's why what? they put less money in this yeah, sequel. Yeah, so they had the they had effects? more money issues going into the special effects and the CGI in the second. What movie. a disaster. So I, I just don't uh-huh. fucking understand that's why the first one did so well as well the acting did as well but
1: the plot You know as what well. I mean?
0: Uh it just hold like the first one holds up way better and I think showing 8 15 million dollars out of it makes sense of why it worked so well.
2: Well, why, why the reason why I was surprised, Chase, is because, but now I see because I looked up uh, why I was confused. But um, originally, the budget was a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, before it was Stephen Sommers. Ah. Uh, before it was Stephen Sommers, they had a budget of like fifteen million dollars, and it wasn't supposed to be like an action adventure epic. It was supposed to be a more personal tale of like of like love. It was supposed to be more like the original Mummy. And so it didn't call for like a huge action and set pieces. But that's why I was sorry. I was thinking about that no, earlier. I just read that article right before uh, the podcast. But so um, get, get I beat.
1: don't I don't remember if uh, if we if, if I've seen it, I feel like I have But have, any of you seen the original live action Jungle Book, which one? The, the, the Stephen Summers one oh. from the 90s The colored one, the color one. Of, Like the guy
0: that's like the
1: live action, the, no, yeah, jungle book, yes, yeah, yeah, it was the first live action. Not well, the, why? What are you saying? Color yeah. was there a black and white jungle book? Or that I don't know. About? No, I was
2: just like going further in a description to make sure we were talking about the same jungle book. That's all. yeah,
1: um, it's a pretty stacked cast too. Carrie L, Sam Neal, John Cleese, Lena Heady, yeah. Lena Heady. Um, but that was Steven Summers, and I don't know how well that movie did or if that's like considered a good movie. I know I'm pretty sure it's like known for it being like they're just like had a little boy next to like a tiger, you know, and they're just like, this is okay, (laughs)
0: like,
1: but uh. And from uh commentary. The... I don't know. I don't wanna maybe this is has something to do with his career. He hasn't made a movie since 2013 uh on Thomas, but Steven Summers kind of sounded like a bit of an asshole in the commentary on the uh the mummy uh like so it was the one I listened to about like 40 or maybe an hour or more of, uh, was him and his editor that he's been working with since college, since they were in college together. And, um, his editor sounded way cooler than him also. It was just like throwing a lot of birds his way. Um, but, uh, he's like, yeah, you really fucked me on making like any sense of this scene or something like that. Like he would say stuff like that. But, uh, apparently the scene when. uh, did, or where O'Connell throws Benny down off the camel. They shot that scene over and over and over again and the way that Steven Sommers was- is talking yeah. about it like he Wait, was getting- what's What
2: scene what scene was scene he throws he throws Benny off the camel. It's when
0: they're first yeah. getting to the town they're like hi and Benny Atra, and Benny is winning Yeah, him. the
1: race to Hamannatra.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh but uh they shot that over and over because Stephen Summers, if you remember that scene, Benny gets thrown in between the legs of the camel he's riding on so he ends up getting run over. And like he kept the stuntman kept falling backwards off of the camel because he didn't want to get fucking trampled by a camel and summers was like can't you fall in between the legs is that gonna be too dangerous
0: <laughs> oh my god and the guys were well, like
1: yeah that'll be too dangerous and i mean kept doing it over and over and over until the guy was just like fuck it this is what he wants and then he did it and then uh Steven Summers was like, wow, it actually worked. And he didn't get hurt at all. Like he was really proud that he didn't get hurt. And then the editor just goes, How much like money in the entire world would it take you to do that? and Steven Summers was like to do what and he's like to get thrown off of a camel and get trampled by it and he just didn't answer the question Jesus. he just moved on to the next scene and it was just like i don't know a really telling situation where like it's that something. wasn't in his mind at all he was like it's a fucking stunt guy like yeah. why would i ever do that you know like and it's well, like that
2: man is is just is is clearly trash
1: yeah uh and- it sounded like he was. I throwing mean, some things at extras. While you're while you're talking about it, I mean, that's that's not the only, you know, ser- serious, dangerous scenario on the, the filming of the movie, yeah. which
0: I Brendan, have right Brendan now. Brendan yeah, yeah. He he nearly <laughs> died um, on his choking scene or when he was hung.
1: You could tell. I mean, <laughs> so I'm really curious how much the story has been inflated because I listened to. Mainly when I listened to the Frazier commentary, I was specifically listening for this scene. And I stopped it, like, I don't know, like, 20 minutes later to switch to the Summers commentary. But is uh, like, so everyone has a different story about this. The producers have a different story. Summers has a different story. Wise has a different story. But here's the definitive story. And it's just, like not that cool at all but he's like you think after hearing that story when you see him drop you're like oh shit that looks kind of real but that's a stunt man like when they show it in the wide shot right. but there's two close-up shots of Fraser where he's apparently he's on the balls of his toes yeah. and he's like barely hanging on and getting strangled and he's like, you could see it r- right there. And There's it, and life his, leaving my eyes, like,
3: his and you can definitely eyes are rolling see. in yeah, the back yeah. of his head. Yeah, like,
1: and it's kind of scary. But I guess he just passed out. Uh, 18 seconds. He was unconscious for, or I, I guess that's what they said. 18 seconds. He was unconscious this, for. Yeah, and I guess Rachel Vice yeah. has said he needed to be resuscitated, which he didn't mention. And then no. Stephen well, Summers is basically just like. Yeah, yeah, Fraser wanted it really tight, and uh, he almost passed out. <laughs> like, um, like this guy sucks. Like, I don't know. Oh, oh didn't shirt. sound like a cool dude, to be honest.
2: It, it sounded like, uh, from the article, because I read this long article on, like, facts about the I mummy mean, you might not know right before the podcast. Yeah. Uh, um, but there was a lot of it neglig- said right
1: before the podcast or so the title. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was like it was like uh, it was uh, 10 facts you should know before um, being the third chair on Podcorn in the movie. Uh,
1: <laughs> David oddly
2: specific, oddly specific. <laughs> but um, uh, it was a very there was a lot of negligence on set. Uh, and a lot of the uh, a lot of It's funny you're telling me these stories Dave Because it was vague But it said a lot of stuntmen said that they felt unsafe On set performing some of the stunts And I'm like oh I wonder what like What stunts they're talking about Now we have some clarity Now we have some clarity but, uh, um,
1: Yeah and then, he kept saying not you know. a single person was hurt And then he's like oh this one guy Dislocated his arm but it was his fault That's what he said
2: <laughs> Oh wow, wow. Well,
1: What were you going to say though no, that
2: was that, that that was it. I don't know. There, there's um. I'm trying to think. Did Brendan Fraser get hurt in this one, or was it in the second one? If he gets hurt, he hurts his back
1: in one of the movies. I, I think, think he the second one is back hurt like from this, and he did he didn't really realize what he was doing to his body while he got this. in. He did get injured in the second one, too. and then yeah. yes, and then the second one he just goes all out, and that kind of destroys him.
2: Yeah, I think it was similar to uh. They compared it to Tobey Maguire hurting his back in um, Spider-Man 2.
1: Mm. When he was almost replaced by Jake Gyllenhaal, wasn't that a thing? Uh, yeah, I remember
2: Elijah Wood was uh, was in talks before Tobey Maguire. I'm crazy now. Anyways, well, speaking we- speaking oh, okay. of in talks, okay. speaking of
0: in talks, apparently Leonardo DiCaprio was rumored to be, or he was offered the role of Rick uh, O'Connor or Connell. God damn Don't it.
2: What movie did he take, Chase? This one you know, Dave. This one you know.
0: The Beach. Mm. He said he, he loved the, the script, beach, however, he was already agreed to star in The Beach. It also said that DiCaprio asked if The Beach could be delayed so he could film The Mummy. The producers refused, however, the film The Beach was delayed anyways.
1: Um, there's another movie that it was supposed to be DiCaprio, and The Beach got in the way, and I can't think of what it was. Um... But uh I what do you guys think of that Because he's one of he's my favorite actor of all times kind of, but I don't yeah. want I don't want that in my mind. I'm trying to picture it and I don't think he has the machismo that yeah. um, in 1999 at least that I don't think he's got I, the, like, rendered Fraser like, does
2: like look at look at Fraser's body in George of the
1: Jungle. Yeah yeah. Like- man, man yeah, yeah. Brent Frazier's a man-man in 99. Leo was still like He's boy. Timothy Chalamet yeah. body. And yeah. yeah. Fraser like-
2: was 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 stacked. And, yeah. Uh, like, he looked like an action hero. The um, coolest thing. Like, Leo like- was, was still a boy. Was still Listen, a boy.
1: Leo isn't going up against that mummy and drawing him, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly.
2: Exactly. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He's not, I, I, I'm i going to laugh when Leo does the, ah!
1: Ah! Oh, oh, so good. Like, so like uh, few uh-uh. people I think could pull that off quite like he does without it being like stupid, you know? Yeah. Like, and he just pulls it off. Like, uh, he's just the coolest guy in the entire world. Yeah. Like even, yeah, even his mummies at the end of the movie, it's like, he just turns just yes. his <laughs> mummies. <laughs> like, <laughs> He Just <laughs> like he, he has that. I don't know. Just like I'm not afraid of this. this yeah. shit. Like, he's a, but uh, he's Jack also Is that is that his name, Steve? What? Uh, is it, Jack Burton in um Big Trouble, Little China?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. He's got a. Um, That's kind of his
1: vibe. I, I was going to
2: say he's like comparable uh, to because uh, he's clumsy. He's kind of like a like. Because uh, he's a little clumsy. Rick's a little, Rick, yeah, a little, for he's sure. A little clumsy. Yeah. So he's kind of reminds me of like a Star Lord or maybe even an Indy, Indiana Jones, obviously. But, uh, you know, he's quick witted. <laughs> he's a little clumsy. But um, he plays it so well. I guess he reminds me of a lot of Chris Pratt's portrayal of, uh, of Star Lord. Kind of gives me the same vibe. Which,
1: do you know who he based that off of, basically? And James Gunn kind of based that off of the Bubby? Oh, Jack Rick O'Connell. Kurt. Jack, oh, Jack, oh. Jack from, from Big Trouble, Little China. Like that's uh, so funny. That's, that's so like funny. the vibe that I feel like um, yeah. Kurt that's... Russell gives off. Like in yeah. in and, and O'Connell really, uh, Brendan Fraser really captures that. He does. Yes. Uh, and I, yeah, they just. This is the ultimate movie that, like, really. Really makes you think about how old you really are, because you're saying lines like they don't make them like they used to anymore. But (laughs) this is the ultimate. They don't make them like they used to.
2: This movie is they don't make them like they used to. Like, you want
1: to know, like this is kind of random as like this is gonna double as like one of my favorite scenes, but also as just a commentary on how I really do think parts of this movie transcend time, and it's the the riverboat scene, like, you know, the which, by the way, the riverboat okay. scene is probably one of my favorite scenes yeah. of the entire movie. But, yeah. like, the whole dun, 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 dun. the whole Jonathan saying, oh, Americans, when he sees yeah, all the right. Americans just, like, smiling <laughs> yeah. and shooting, like, they're all, like, in the shootout and excited, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, America loves your guts, yeah. and, like, you know, just being, you know, back down, and it's just, it, I don't know, I just feel like that was, like, a... a we're talking about 1920s and yet like there we are well i think it is kind of a a great moment too because i don't know i don't want to read too deep into this But that he is you know a british man looking at how like uh i'm trying to think like loud i guess americans are with their guns and they're just like cowboy and out shooting everything and he's just goes americans but then i mean. Then Claw, I guess that's the guy's name. I don't know if it's his name in the credits, but that's in the commentary. They kept calling him the Claw. Um, comes out <laughs> on fire, and they're just like uh, the one cool cowboy turns <laughs> and just like lights him up, and then he yeah. just goes bloody Fanning. good show. Chaps. one of my favorite. Did I panic? I think not. not. Call goes one of my flying off the boat.
2: Temporary henchman in like movie history. He's so cool for, for like key, his,
3: key,
2: 30 uh, seconds of pain when he's done, when he's, driving, um, he's got the key on his uh, when they're on the boat, and it's just he's so. Just I guess excited, they so.
1: filmed the scene before the boat scene where they introduce um, the claw with the curator from the museum and they reveal that he's part of the Medjai, which I'm really glad they didn't do because uh, I like that reveal later on. Oh, uh, um, and then they were also going to introduce Benny with the Americans. And I kind of love Benny's introduction. It's just like you just hear like his eh, 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 like, I feel like he's such a weasel. He can't move without making weasely noises. You know, he's just like, eh, eh, like I don't know. It's great. Oh, Connell, yeah. It's good to see you, old friend. <laughs> so it's almost like.
2: You came back from the desert with a new friend, didn't you? Didn't you?
1: <laughs> it's better to be the right <laughs> head Start devil w- than in his path.
0: <laughs> the crew, by the way, couldn't shoot in Egypt because yeah. of unstable politic conditions. So technically you- none of that movie is filmed in Egypt whatsoever. Chase, do, you wow. have,
3: uh,
2: do you have the information on the contracts the actors had to sign? No, I before?
0: do not. I... I Dude, there was so much facts. I couldn't figure out which there, one to do. There was a,
2: yeah, there was a, there was, what was one of the areas? Sorry, say that. Did you have the list of areas they filmed in? I thought you said. I Maybe did
0: you... have them, but I don't have them now. Okay. Um, one of the
2: areas they, uh, they they filmed in, the actors had to sign a kidnap
1: clause. Yeah. They took out kidnap insurance. Yes. that's uh, Stephen was- Summers took out kidnap insurance yeah. on them because- <laughs> <laughs> even though that they weren't filming in egypt was which was deemed to be an unsafe region at the time uh i think the area that they were in i think was morocco at the time morocco. and Maybe. there was some there was some instability going on there that they were concerned with and they <laughs> had to they had to hire or they had to sign or take out kidnap insurance and hire bodyguards or like security. it's just a
2: wild thing to be like i'm just going to make a movie <laughs> Yeah. It just seems like
0: a white dragon scenario. We are white like, dragon I guess a uh, Flaming Dragon.
1: Or uh, flaming dragon, <laughs> oh, flaming dragon. <laughs> yeah. damn it. Uh I'm, to, I'm just trying to think of more oh, God, funny lines man. from that it's from right. that line from right. the homicide uh, phone with call. All the horses. <laughs> hey Benny, looks like you're on the wrong side of the river.
0: Uh um, so, a cloak that was lent by a British costume rental company for, like, I guess one of the extras in the film, it actually, they discovered that it was actually made for Alec Guinness, who played Obi Wan Kenobi in Star Wars Episode 4.
1: I was confused about that. I read that trivia. Was it for him from Episode 4? Or I was like, is it from Lawrence of the Arabia? Because he's in that? Do you like, know what? Maybe that I'm going to believe that
0: it is from Episode 4 and make it cool.
1: Yeah, because if it isn't, um, then
0: what's the fucking point?
1: Yeah, the I when I when I read that as well, like they reference Star Wars, so I almost feel like it was it was for like that? a prop yeah. from Star Wars. But it'd be interesting how I I, I didn't think like that, if you could see it in the background. I mean, <laughs> I, I actually I don't know the legacy He's, of the studio that was. That released Star Wars, but I didn't. Uh, it'd be interesting how well ILM, Universal got. Um, ILM was a big part of all the effects. They did all the effects for this movie. So, which is Lucas's company, isn't it? Nah, there you go. There we um, go. There was, but uh, what was it gonna say? Um. Oh, I was just gonna make a funny, but now the momentum's gone. I was gonna say wow. that if you look in the background, you can see a guy from who's <laughs> wearing like the cloak and like the elephant trunk mask from episode <laughs> one or from episode four in Star Wars. You know that Obi Wan wears. Yeah, uh, he fights Kenobi.
0: The... That's where he's been this whole time.
1: Yeah, it was like a, not only the cloak but the mask too. But uh, um,
0: yeah. The library disaster. It all had to take, or it all had to be done in one take, and it took an well, entire day. If they had to reshoot it, if there was a mistake,
1: yeah, that's uh, apparently in the commentary. They talk a lot about that scene, and it it, it wasn't. They weren't only going to do it in one take. They were ready to do it in more takes, but it only took one take. And I guess it they casually shot out the number uh thirteen thousand dollars or something like that or maybe it was twelve thousand um uh, to do that scene and apparently they really like the um someone just kept suggesting the summers maybe we just do a 180 instead of the full 360 and uh he's just like no i don't want that i don't want that and oh, uh, it's heard. another scene. They they kept pointing out stuff that I was like, I don't want to know this necessarily. But they're like, see that stunt dude? And it's like when it shows her the wide shot on the ladder, it's a guy in like a wig and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to know that. Like I, I could assume <laughs> he's a stunt person, but I thought maybe it was a stunt woman at least, you know. Oh my god. And it's like that's just like something I don't want to know about my favorite scenes, you know, favorite movies of all times. So it's like, damn it, I'll never look at that scene the same. Uh, there's a scene in, uh, at the very beginning during the opening battle where all the horses are, are running away and they're going over like a bunch of bodies, dead bodies. And you can see a horse clearly trample one of them. Even farmers told Stuntman to the lay out there? Or- yeah, <laughs> some of them <laughs> did look real. And he's like, oh, that was a dummy, thankfully. But it, And then the editor's like, yeah, I know. It's hard to avoid that. But it's such a dummy. Like, it's just like a white like pillow head like that just getting trampled i'm pretty sure like it's nothing like it's not even like a mannequin or something it's just like pillows uh, you, like but uh
2: did, we didn't get a chance to talk about while we we're talking about steven sowers a little bit but you know this was originally a clive barker um horror movie horror movie no um, okay yeah originally it was attached to the project uh but it was uh, it was intended to be a low budget horror film. Bigger's version for the film was violent with the story revolving around the head of a contemporary art museum who turns out to be a cultist trying to reanimate mummies. Anyway, that was that was scrapped. Then it was then it was offered to George Romero. Wow my old buddy George, who had the idea, the lower budget idea of it being more of like a love story, kind of like the old mummy, yeah. where it was like him trying to reunite with a knocks on a moon, but like a dark, darker story, but it's not what universal, do you know what saved this movie? This is what I, this is what I read. This is is crazy. Babe two pig in the city. And I'll tell you why. Babe two pig in the city was supposed to be. Did did I steal one of your facts, Chase? No, go ahead. Uh, Babe two pig in the city was supposed to be a hit for universal. They were banking on it. They're like, we're like paid. The first, the first babe was a, a critical success and people liked it. They were banking on Babe 2. Babe 2 flopped. And they're like, we can't risk it on the mummy. We gotta dump money into this and we gotta reboot this. And it's that's why they didn't go with the lower budget, like, like dark tone. They wanted it to be more like an adventure movie, something that would appeal to the to the the PG 13 crowd, not the R. Because right, I think I what should. Romero what Romero and Barker were going for was like an R-rated horror movie. Whereas when they got a hold of Summers, that's what they were. You know, Universal and him were able to come to this agreement, this vision, which Summers is is quoted as saying, is is calling it Jason and the Argonauts meets Indiana Jones. And I'm like, that's that's pretty uh, it's pretty accurate.
1: Yeah, yeah. it has that epic feel. Like, yes,
2: I don't, don't know. Yeah, uh, mummies and skeletons. Kind of, yeah,
1: <laughs> you're
0: focused more on a journey than just.
2: Yeah, it's like a, it's like an odyssey almost. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's a, not It's much, as, it's as good as it gets when it comes exactly. to adventures. It has all the great components. It starts off with like a great setup that like, okay, we know the villain now. We're like we he can be on the back burner now for the rest of the, you know, 40 minutes, 30 minutes of the movie while we introduce everyone. We introduce our hero in the best way. And then from there it's like the discovery And we put together a team, you know, like we have maps, we have all sorts of different characters. We have like the one team that like we're rooting for. And then there's an opposing team hunting down the same thing. Like, and it's just like it's it's the perfect adventure like ever. Like it's it's my ideal setup
2: real quick before we go into character because we should go into characters because we started we touched on that. But there's a couple where we did we missed. But uh, the uh, the scene where Benny um, has all the necklaces, all the different religious yeah. uh, religious penance, and he's uh, the mummy's coming after him. That's one of my my favorites. Like I, such a good scene. I don't know. I keep bringing up random scenes, but we gotta talk
1: about. Them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, why did that? Why did you bring up that <laughs> specific scene?
2: But I don't know because it was like uh, it was it was. Uh, it's when you
1: see uh, at his slimiest, like Betty yes. is, is like he's he's he has no perfect faith. definition yeah. of that character too. Is yes. this guy and is it, gonna cover all it's, of his it's bases. Turning point too, it's to when he, turn, he picks a side at that point. Yes, he's like
2: I'll work with this. Better to be at the right hand of the devil than in his path. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking about that scene. It cracks me up every time.
1: Mm.
2: But um, Brendan
1: Brendan Fraser, every time he was on screen, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm laughing so much. I just love. Uh, Kevin J. O'Connor I think his name is Uh, but everyone kept calling him Kevin James and it was really confusing me. Like man this movie wouldn't have been good without Kevin Kevin James. James. (laughs) And I was like what? (laughs) Kevin James? Maybe that's what he goes by or something. Yeah Um, yeah, there can only be one.
0: Do you know what I like about this movie? I do like that like I want to say So it opens up very well, getting you background on, you know, the mummy and the whole feral story and everything, which is awesome. But then it introduces to our characters or our like heroes, which you're rooting for them. But at the same time, you're like, don't do it. Like you're kind of like saying the people who are stopping them at like the boat scene, they're trying to stop them from even going there. So it would never happen. All the events would not happen. And I don't know. I just I feel like that kind of storytelling of like you're cheering for someone to do something bad that's going to end up being the rest of the plot is interesting. Oh, and I feel like we don't yeah, really I mean, see
1: the, the curator even you know tries to burn the map at the very beginning of the movie. to find
2: out he's part of the
1: magic.
2: Magi. But, but yeah, it's a yeah. I agree. Good. Yeah. I just feel I like totally it's a, it's definitely
0: a a good like like you were saying about a journey. It's definitely something that we don't see that kind of storytelling anymore. Like we we might see, I don't know, just people just going, we need to stop this. And they go through instead of we're the ones that caused it. Now we have to stop it.
1: Which which ties back into the whole, you know, horror element of it. You know, they unleash this monster upon, you know, the, the world. And they did this to themselves. And, you know, as much as people <laughs> were trying to stop them and tell them, no, there's serious evil there. Don't go. They did it. And yeah. uh, they had to deal which with it. I, I kept thinking in my mind... Um, I'm like, what if he did just succeed? Would he then just be like, "All right, so uh, you know, you want to figure out what life in the 30s is like, and you know, <laughs> just try to be cool"? Or are we just gonna keep going on like a murder rampage that wasn't really our whole shtick back in the day? Like,
0: well, I bet he would probably want no, to become just, Pharaoh. just chilled
1: out after that. Oh. No, I think it's interesting though too. Like, uh,
2: uh, that the magi are are painted as your first viewing, you're like, these are the bad guys, these guys in black, like.
3: These, yeah. these guys are
2: bad. They're not. Uh, they're, they're in the way of our heroes. But like, uh, like you, like they were saying, Chase and Matt, they're um, they're trying to stop. They're trying to stop our heroes from making their,
1: a mistake. The Medjai are the guys who stop him in the beginning of the movie, correct? Yeah, yes. bringing Anakin and movie back. Yeah, they're For the no. ones that burst in, yes, burst yes. in the tomb, yes. and yes. which I love that the priest. Uh, I love the scene like right at the beginning when Imhotep and the and the Moon are together and like they like start to get like physical. Wait a the second. Priest, like the Wait priest, a second. like looks what for some
2: reason I thought that uh Imhotep's priests end up in the hands of the pharaoh's bodyguards.
1: No, because they end up getting mummified, get mummified by the yeah. magi. Well, the Magi come in like yeah. I don't know if we're just assuming this because like they have the Is the Magi stop who mummified? Yeah, the Magi, uh, the, yeah. Them? Yeah, the magi them? are the protectors of the pharaoh and the the pharaoh's oh, right. tomb. But,
2: but who mummified the, the Magi? Or did the they the, the,
1: the sheriff sheriff
2: Magi? I don't know. It's just like a question I've never thought about, and I was like, is it? Did they mummify them? Well, the yeah. magi, yeah, they, they, yeah, they cut their tongues out. And... You're saying,
1: did the magi? magi I don't know. Magi do it. Sure, yeah, I think so. I think they went full, full hardcore on them. Yeah, I just, I don't know, because uh, who else is gonna do it? But I do love just with there, the priests. The, the priests are like, are like, oh shit, like they're getting hot and heavy. They like try to close the door real quick in case the pharaoh walks in, but then he just like pushes open the door. And they're like, oh, we weren't even trying to shut the door, and they start bowing like, <laughs> I feel, I feel yeah, like like don't. they they didn't like Emoteb. They're like this fucking guy is gonna get us all killed. Like he's gonna the, get us all mummified. I love the way Pharaoh's bodyguards look. Those guys look intimidating. Yeah, they do. Those guys with their little their... who we think are the bad guy. I think we were saying that's maybe what I was saying. Not. That's yeah. why it's confusing. I was like, I yeah, out. maybe what? they're not. Maybe they're just his his dudes. And then I the Magi are the they guys that tattoos. stop him.
2: I think they have the tattoo under their eyes. Oh,
1: you're right. They do. I think. So
2: if that's the case, then you got then it, they're the same person. So the magic yeah. are the pharaohs' bodyguards, which I think they are. I think they are. Pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. It's all right. Yeah. Um. where um, Chase go? What?
1: I Sorry, he sent I'm here. That handsome picture.
2: Sorry, um, I had
0: to unplug my my actual camera. Battery issues. But we're good.
1: So what would have uh what would have happened uh, had he stabbed a Noxana Moon? Uh I well, okay, so that was something Steven Somers wanted to clarify in the commentary. That's interesting yes. he said that, because I was like, huh, I've never actually thought about that. But he's like, everyone who sees this movie, I guess, thinks that he's trying to stab her, but he's just removing her organs is what his excuse was. And I'm like, well, oh, of sounds like the same thing. But uh, well, that's why. That's yeah. why there's kind of a the uh, there's there's and, kind of a, a flaw because like in the movie sequence there's you know Rachel wise is on the you know the sacrifice table or whatever yeah. in which they're gonna kill her to give her so like you know to bring in an and a Moon back but who was like the original sacrificial yeah. You know, I, I you know what I assumed it's because she was her. still fresh.
0: That's what I was thinking too.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> she, yeah. Okay. So he didn't need a new body; he could still use her. It just body. needed to be fresh. He would her. have to That's follow.
0: Well, I feel like it would probably be like, well, she's back, but she's still a mummy. That's kind of gross walking around with a mummy yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. And she has moment. like
1: multiple stab wounds <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know; it's mummy stuff. But
0: uh, but, uh, <laughs> total, uh total mummy
1: stuff in this movie.
0: I do have another flaw in this movie though the about, about the mummies.
1: <laughs> Wait, can I just say this part just because on the costume design? Um, yeah. One bought- thing I'll always remember. I'm pretty sure bought- it was at at your birthday party, Matt. But it was like the first time that Dad was watching the movie with us. But when like she first walks in, I just remember him going, "Put some clothes on, will you?" But I just feel like he was like mad that like she, you know, she was even slightly nude. But uh, during There's that body pain, that scene when she walks in. And uh, one of the priests turns his head and like yes. looks at her. He's, He's like, like yeah. after she passes, in the Brendan, <laughs> in the Brendan Fraser commentary. I wish I filmed this yes. so I could show I it to you guys because it was so funny. But the um, but he he goes, uh, like he made a noise of like. And like he kept like during the commentary speaking as if he was the person. <laughs> he was like he was treating the commentary as if it was like mystery science theater, I feel like, instead of like a legitimate commentary. But when the guy turned his head, he was just like, Ooh, and then he just started <laughs> cracking up laughing. Cause I feel like he realized what he did. Like he was like, Oh, I'm doing a commentary. But uh there's there was a lot of funny parts like that where I'm like, this is uh, great. But then he a, would was just a- Forget to talk for a while Did he ever Did he talk about the
2: prank There's a really good prank uh,
1: I don't I don't know Hold but... it on
2: I think it was On Vosley Like was Was turned around And he's supposed to be The scene where she comes From around the curtain Or he comes out From around the curtain And Brendan Fraser Was standing there In like the uh, With just With just the little uh, The little one piece Over his Over his gentleman
1: Oh okay and, uh, Cracked I up
2: Revolvely but, uh, I think yeah,
1: that uh, they weren't on, even on screen together by the time I stopped the Frasier commentary. But I did learn a lot about like the shooting stuff. Um, that was their first day when Rachel Vice when Evie meets O'Connell at the prison. Um okay. Which was just like an apartment complex that was just like a courtyard of an apartment complex that was done up to look like a prison, which I thought was interesting. Um, and uh the one of the last scenes was the boat scene, which this blew my mind is a sound stage. They put that boat in in the water in a sound stage with the horses on it, which is crazy to me, like that just seems like a nightmare to do. And then they lit it on fire.
0: That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's funny because there was one thing I caught in this movie that made me laugh for some reason. Is the scene when they're all in the car and they're mowing down the people in, like, the barricade pretty much. Uh If you look very closely, and I was so tempted to just find the time code and send it to you guys. If you look closely, the front wheels, they don't spin. Because it's like the car is lifted on like a wooden pedestal Yeah, it's on something. So you're just seeing them go, ah! And then the car wheels are just not moving at all. And they're just (laughs) moving forward, mowing people down. It's Oh, dude, it cracked me up so much in that scene for some reason. But the Um, question I have is in the scene when they first talk about how they're getting his organs... Or they're, Which, they're trying to take organs from the people who've taken or opened the box, right? So that yeah. he took the guy's anyone eyes. That t- anyone tongue.
1: that took the jars.
0: Well, the, he took the guy's eyes, but the, eye, the guy was blind. So wouldn't he be blind?
1: He wasn't blind.
0: He's, that whole scene is him going, my glasses, I can't see.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So one the,
0: wouldn't he be blind?
1: I'm not, oh, I'm not really. Oh. I mean, maybe the the logic of the mummy sucking someone's eyes out and then getting their poor eyesight. It's like it doesn't doesn't track. Like it's he's it's a mummy sucking someone's eyes out. I don't think that's a, well. If we if we want to go down that track, like they didn't show them removing any of Emotep's organs or anything. They just they showed it like his tongue getting cut off and then. Uh, they wrapped him up, and that's it. <laughs> I mean,
0: that's a good
1: yeah. point. Yeah, because he was buried alive. You know, like it wasn't like they took. They out They didn't all take out organs. all of his organs. They didn't take out his eyes. And they also and... say he was eaten slowly by those scarabs, but I don't, I don't that know if he pretty was. Fast. Like, yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there <laughs> he was had a time of... to carve
1: a good message out. Um, did yeah. he
0: carve that message, or did they? Who's they? I don't know. It just doesn't seem like that deep of a carve was your fingernails. Yeah, the well, the, 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 yeah, the, the
1: magic
2: could have written. Death is only the but he. They don't want him to wake up.
0: Yeah,
1: why would they be foreshadowing? What's well, on the inside
2: the casket? So maybe there. It's more of a warning. It's on the inside. So it's like death is only the beginning. Don't close this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, close this casket.
1: I don't know. Didn't expect them to be so juicy
0: juicy
1: but. juicy juicy well they also uh you know conveniently put the book of the dead like the one thing that's gonna bring him back like right, right above, above his 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 uh, sarcophagus so that was poor I mean, plan- probably poor, probably <laughs> poor planning but i feel like they're like following it, the rules a monster, of a curse. which is not supposed to be
2: a discoverable um
1: yeah but I That's think right. they're also like following curse rules. They're like, this is a curse. So, you know, like we, we put a lot of voodoo on this <laughs> shit. We don't want it to come back, but we're <laughs> going to we're, we're gonna have to put the thing right next to it.
3: <laughs> and, uh, please
1: just don't do this. Rolls, yeah. you have to keep it within the same vicinity. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it has to be easily accessible.
1: And I, I love how quickly the doctor shoots up and he's just like having the best dream. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, No, you, you read wasn't for the book. <laughs> like, it's, I'm sorry for what blowing have, the mics out there. But, what have we done? What have um, we done? I did also, just because I mentioned the juicy mummy, uh, Matt, I dug this up. I don't know if you guys can see it. Ah. This is Matt. I'll put this on the Instagram, baby, but this is Matt and I at uh, Universal Studios, uh, like, probably 99 or 2000. Yeah, I want to say it was 2000. Uh, This was was before we went back. To L.A. Yeah, so, wait, why? Is this in Florida? That's in Florida, but when we went Uh, to L.A., it was, like, right before The Mummy Returns was coming out. I could probably, if I look closely... Yeah, our fanny packs say Orlando on them. But uh mm-hmm. but uh yeah, so like that was uh like they had a whole mummy display there and it was just super exciting for Matt and I. And uh, I wish I could find it. I couldn't find like the other pictures from like we were shooting. We like I was obsessed with taking pictures of like everywhere around that had like props, but uh our sister didn't really like this movie that much. She specifically hated the the uh, scarabs, like that like, she hates bugs, but, like, that was, like, her worst nightmare. And uh, I just remember, I swear Matt and I, like, made her take a picture in front of, like, a sphinx, like, at the beginning of the display. And she just doesn't look very happy in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I um, will say, like, just the scarab scene in the beginning where it's, like, the first time you see it crawling under your skin, I was not happy with that. I don't, like, I oh, remember man, that yeah. scene. Oh, man, that's a stuff of
1: nightmares. Jesus Christ. Really? Yeah. It was a point where I thought for a long time that that's what Scarabs did, but I guess they don't, right? When you find out what
2: they're capable of in this world, you're like, that is terrifying.
1: Yeah. It's just, and again, like going back to the CGI for the time, like it it looks incredible. Like as soon as he rips open his shirt, you just see it moving up and you just follow it. And it's like, that at the time was such a just. Okay. creepy disgusting I, I uh. guess I guess like so this feels like the equivalent of me reading something on IMDb trivia and almost writing it off as like this can't be true this seems so bizarre but Steven Summers said it so I guess it was true but he said that like when they when they did that shot there was like a planned shot of him running away with his pants falling down and his like butt was going to be showing and uh they didn't end up using that or doing that. But I guess in the shot where he rips his shirt open and sees it crawling up his chest, he wasn't wearing any underwear. And I guess his package kept falling out like over and over and over again. Like Stephen Summer said it happened like three times. And they're like, we got to get duct tape for this. And he said they taped it. And I'm like, what the fuck? This can't be a real story. (laughs) Like, this guy is just like, his fucking dick is just keep falling out while he's trying to make a movie. And they're like, we need duct tape. Like, I was like, this just sounds like the dumbest story I've ever heard. Like, it sounds like a story you'd make up and tell on, like, fucking Jimmy Fallon or something. I don't know. Like, but, uh, but that I felt like when you guys mentioned that scene, I just remember that. I wasn't planning on even mentioning <laughs> that, but <laughs> ah! <laughs> I love that he does that. Yeah. He's a great character. He's there. This movie just feels such good. Like, I don't know, like they don't need to do much to define themselves or, so easily. I was going to say Winston. How yeah. long yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Some, you know, <laughs> he another Some, fun story moron spilled the bloody drink, bloody drink. and he like he's walks in he's standing in, it, in the and fountain then, yeah and he walks in it a second time after <laughs> saying that and then he just looks down and I, I kind of think he like they, they tried to have it like he realized he actually was just standing in the fountain cause yeah. he just like shakes his head and gets up and like walks in the bar <laughs> and then Jonathan pours the two shots and then he, he <laughs> grabs one of them
3: and just takes it.
2: um Bernard Fox who played uh, uh, Winston? Um, he said it didn't. He didn't have to act much because that was his last film. Oh, he huh. died in 2016. But um, but that was his last film in 1980. Oh, but he didn't have to all act. right. Well, but <laughs> he in- lived a good life.
1: After. <laughs> <laughs> he died in 2016. <laughs> I, I thought you were saying film. the same thing. He died like that. Before he only the died premiere. 17 years later. Yeah, he died 17 <laughs> years later. No, so that's not, not that sad. But when oh, said it he was said a. It, because that was his last film. So I was like, yeah. was well, he close to death and drunk all the well, time? Me, well, maybe, maybe he treats. He did to act much. He uh, treats crashing an airplane and sinking into sand I just, just like his last movie. Yeah. What does he say? Uh, I'm coming, Lannis. Yes. I, which I think is such a hilarious moment because how terrifying would it be if you're like with some drunk in an airplane and you know like his like big spiel that you know he says it all the time because o'connell literally finishes his sentences but his big spiel is that all of his friends are die, like you know yep. dead and lost from the he great war like, and then the, like, and then you hear him while he's flying you saying i'm coming laddies you'd be like it's what like yeah the, the plane is literally spiraling and he's like i'm coming laddies and it,
2: it's even more funny when you realize that they didn't accomplish anything no yeah. maybe he flew so, them out into the desert no he yeah, got, them got, yeah, got, got them to hamanatra, to hamanatra. that was hamanatra. about it that was about that's, it
1: that yeah. was a great and and uh Ada bay yeah, got the, machine, the gun machine gun out of it yeah. that's that's true dude which I, I
2: see where he looks down at uh, at jonathan he's like he's like you're all right do i let you look like i'm all right yeah. <laughs> he looks over to out bay and he's like how you doing and he's smiling while he's it's, hanging it's the
1: same energy of like that's the, the bus, first time uh, i rode a bus yeah first, <laughs> he's like, just like excited about this shit he's like he's yeah. the horses <laughs> i was cliffs looking down at people i was gonna say david when you're talking about the just characters of this movie because i really do think it's like this movie is an epic and it's like it's a you know a series of different characters that get introduced and you know, kind of guide the characters to their next destination. But uh, one of the things that I do really want to call out in this movie that I think they make great use of is randos. And I think early on (laughs) in the movie, they do such a great job of like capturing the threat by yeah. having all these randos around that just yes. are conveniently placed just to die. Like it's you know starting what? with like the the, the riverboat scene and then the Megai attacking at Heminatra. You, you know what I'm going to dub those guys, even though I don't think it's in this movie? I, I'm pretty sure it's not, but they might as well just be known as like the Wilhelm Scream guys. They're just the <laughs> yep. guys that are there to just be like, ah! die! <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Basically, <laughs> like, just you're in this movie just to die. Yeah, man. and it's their bowling pins. You're setting them up to get them knocked down. Yeah, and oh. you're so right. Like the pressurized salt acid. You know, acid. It was just yeah, a it's like oh yeah, let's get five these guys randos to the, get their face. Yeah, and the but, doctor even says he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. let these let's guys get the randos. do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> let's such get good, the worst. Yeah, let's get the, the randos. cowboy, your face is too pretty. <laughs> But the reason why I loved it so much and, like, I I specifically was, like, watching it this time around thinking about this was because it allows for all the other secondary characters to make it so far, like, so much further into the movie, you know? Like, they're actually, like, up until, like, the final guy that gets pulled out the back of the car. It's like, you know... I like that. In a horror movie, like... The, the, these types of people like die like quickly and early and often, but they had so many randos early on in the movie that they killed off to let these guys get to that point. That's such a good yeah, point. Cool. Like, I really want that guy to survive by the time he's the last guy that took the jar, and he's yes. just like dual wielding. Yeah, dual wielding. <laughs> <Yeah, jail-wielding. laughs> yeah. We didn't talk about it, but he's in uh, a lot of Paul Greengrass Grass movies for some reason. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's in like mm-hmm. the board movies, and then uh. I think uh the green zone. I think I he's in United ninety three too. I I, I, th- I think he was in the departed too. Is he? Is he one of the cops? Is that? Yeah. No. Is it, it? No. I'm thinking of Garnier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm trying to think of the why he says, "Queen Queenen is getting on the train or something." Um. Chase, are you still there? Yeah, just I'm here. Just have your picture looking at me. Okay,
0: sorry. Here, let me... It's going to be that All horrible right. view that we got last week, Dave.
1: <laughs> I don't care. Okay. But uh, I just I just didn't know if you were. But um, No, I'm here.
0: I'm still here. Maybe you're
2: incapacitated or something. We just, no, no,
0: no, Also, no.
1: Th- I also think this movie is filled with background go. without having to be like, oh, me and this person go way back. Like, it feels like him and Benny have history right away like when benny runs away it's a total benny move to the point when when by the time brendan frazier runs away at the beginning of that battle he's like run benny run like he's trying to help him but then he ends up closing the door and he's like don't you close that door don't you close that door uh but uh but even like you know like when he meets winston like, it's just like, mm-hmm. hey, Winston, how's it going? You know, like, it's <laughs> like these, this guy is just like an adventurer who's seen some shit like he knows like this weasel Betty. He was in this army at one point, like he knows Winston. He was like an old World War One pilot, like from the Royal Air Force. Hey. The Royal Air Force, Winston. <laughs> well, I mean, just the fact that, Rick O'Connell, like they set the stage of his character by like an American just randomly in the French Legion. Which, by the way, you find out that that French Legion just up and abandoned their post to go, you know, cross Libya and go to Egypt to go find Hamanatra, and yeah, like he's yeah, he, he's just like some, you know, he's an outlaw, on the edge, and you know, he's a he doesn't really care about the French Legion, which you know was pretty much made up of mercenaries anyway, and. Uh, I don't know. He's just a badass that's a, character. That's the type of stuff, like the type of story that I like. I didn't even notice until like four, like two or three times ago. Like, and by that I mean like just like years ago, noticing like, oh man, I didn't even realize this part of the story. Like it's, when it's he brief, it.
2: but it's like it's enough to, uh, it's enough exposition.
1: It's yeah, it sets the stage for the character, and like you see how, like I mean, their their captain runs away, and then he you know you just got promoted, promoted. Yeah, and like you he know he immediately <laughs> like starts giving orders and yeah I, I, he's I like the it. definition of like main he's character energy <laughs> he's just so cool in that scene <laughs> uh, he really <laughs> is like right off the bat like it, it, he gets like all of the soldiers to hold like firing until they're close and like honestly you're watching at the beginning you're like oh they're actually holding these guys off pretty well and then, yeah, the, you know, the line breaks and the pillow, the pillow stuffed guys get trampled and, um, you know. Do you know the scene where he does that dive? Like, like off yeah. of the column, he, like when he's watching that, he's like, that wasn't me. Or he goes, ouch, that looked like it hurt. And he's like, that wasn't me. And then he just goes, just kidding. That was me. And it did hurt. <laughs> Like, this guy's just cool. He's just having a good time in that commentary. And I swear someone was off in the corner whispering things to him because he'd be like, oh, I'm just kidding, by the way, when I say that. Or, like, I don't know. Like, he was, like, correcting himself on it. Or you can't like, say that. You can't say yeah. that. <laughs> um, but it's also, like, even if, like, I don't even know what the story logic of it is, it's such a cool intro of, like, the mouth in the sand that looks so good, like...
2: Love that. Yeah. love that it's iconic it's like the po- the, or the poster
1: yeah we didn't talk about the universal logo turning into the sun which is great like yeah right mm. that's yes. what it turns into and then it yeah. just goes yes. down on the uh my favorite that's my Deep favorite universal logo flipping which apparently Stephen Summers wanted the 1932 one where it's the globe with the plane flying around it, oh, um, for the monster movies. And he was mad. They didn't do that. And I'm like, wow, that would be so different from my childhood because that was my universal universal with yeah. the trailer that goes with it. That Steve knows it well too. Like the- it was a resurgence. Universal. This movie was, Da, 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 da.
3: Pivotal.
2: This movie was pivotal. The release of this movie for for Universal was pivotal. Like yeah. Was, like, yeah. Roller coaster that came shortly after too. Like I love Fast that and the Furious franchise. Coaster, oh
1: yeah. Yeah, Universal took we off. To
2: talk about the roller coaster for a minute. I mean that's such I know a fun about ride. This part of it, but that's that's uh, every time I go to you know, I mean they movies had movies, I mean the haunted house too. Do you remember that one? I used to when I first went to the mummy ride is when they had people in costumes scaring people when you're waiting in line still they stopped i
1: remember like it was just it's just it will always be such a happy fun like the epitome of joy for me was matt and i were so excited to ride that ride and we were sprinting into it and then the side wall there's like a cave and the book of the dead is sitting there and Matt turned to me and he's like, the book of the dead. And he went to grab it. And if you touch it, it's like, oh, oh, oh. and then he just screamed and ran away. And I was, just oh like, I just felt and Matt And I, we, we were just going in circles on that. Right. Oh we were just gosh. so happy. Like he's, it- exited went back on exited went back on yeah. it was yeah it, like honestly i remember that moment so vividly because like of course like they have this interactive like waiting like line environment yeah. and like yeah there's a sensor that when you reach in like it'll Ours had the you key. know the scream
2: key. You for the key and it'd be like psh, this pressurized air and then yeah like had a had the scarabs on the wall you hear Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah, it was it was so good. But uh, I actually read something about how the ride was so popular that when it opened in L.A. and Florida, they um, they literally had lines that were like, just they, like they've never seen before, like people were out there for hours and hours, and like they said, lines reached up to four and a half hours, like wait times, yeah. and it was all just from people going just to ride that one ride. It was That's like awesome. almost like a cult following for just a ride. It's so, because
2: if, if I think about it like hard enough, and like I've, I've you know, grown up in Florida, and so I've gone to a lot of theme parks, Universal mostly, but if I think about it hard enough, because Horror Nights is mostly just in Universal the mummy has to be my most ridden roller coaster. I think yeah, I've ridden I that ride more than I've ridden any other
1: ride. I would put that it's, next to the Jurassic park ride in terms of the water, water ride in terms of yeah. my favorite themed ride. ride. Yeah. Yeah. That ride is amazing. Like it the makes mummy, me feel like I'm in the movie. Like, you well, know, yeah, like, I was about to say like the mummy ride is probably one of the most interactive, like, Ride rides. Like, we're not talking about like a, you know, just like something Fasten you're sitting in that, bullshit, yeah, something yeah. that you're sitting in that maybe has like a, you know, a motion track and then like it's some. A roller coaster. That's yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's an actual but, roller coaster. It,
2: it did something unique that I'm sure you guys hadn't experienced because I hadn't. Was that like it was a roller coaster that stopped in the middle? And yes. It does it go like, backwards? No, it, 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 does. it, it no, does. It does. It backwards, spins you around, and then, yeah. Sh- Course. But then it also does the thing where it has the false end, where you pull yeah, up yeah. what looks like a, a loading uh, area. And yes,
1: then a shoots you off. Yeah,
2: and, but I had never been on a roller coaster that stopped midway and then continued. Yeah, like, that was such a unique experience to be like, like you you know it when you're on the ride. You're like, this is a this is not really the end of the ride. And I'm like, but this is weird.
1: Like, well, it was like part of the story. Like there was yeah. like audio track going right. on and like right. visuals. Yeah. Yeah. I loved
0: it. Wasn't there Love. like alternate routes in that ride? Or wasn't there means. originally just think supposed it, to it, be? What are you
3: doing?
2: Get it, out of sw- here. It's not safe. The Yeah. Is the real.
1: guy that gets, doesn't he get eaten yeah. or sucked up? Scarabs. Like, uh, I thought scarabs. I, I know, know they made them. good use of like a screen would interact with a prop, like, right? Like stuff there's, like that.
2: Scarabs coming in that one room before you back up. I yeah. know that the room fills with scary. Did they
1: do like the rubber straws that are like at your ankle that like they yeah. shoot like air into and it hits your ankle so you think they're scared? I thought it hit your face. They well, the... they, they sprayed water. I remember that. Matt, do you remember the tram ride? I think it's in LA that did the um, I think they made this a part of the ride, but is there a part of the ride where the walls are spinning? Yeah. That was uh, but like there the, was little, a the little tram ride that had that. Yeah, that was like the, was just their like their the little, the little mummy stop. Yeah, yeah. But then they also like had a, a much, they had a much bigger set design. That was just the only thing they kept. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, like, the big, they had, like, a tomb set that, like, you actually wrote into, and then... Yeah, okay, yes, I remember that now. I remember you and I, I mean, I, this is, like, my specific memory, I don't know if you felt the same way. I feel like we talked about it, but uh when we went in between one and Returns, and the posters came out, like, the posters oh were God. all over... We, we, we f- spent... The first time I saw the trailer was you were in the hospital from jumping on the cactus, right? That was the first time we saw the trailer, yes. or was it not? Uh, well, I'm- yes i i think that was yeah it was in the hospital room was the first time we saw the trailer but but i I also i had a whole like kodak camera filled with pictures of posters (laughs) yeah yeah. we we spent our entire kodak cameras like just taking pictures of (laughs) the mummy returns posters yeah and they were probably Um, like crappy pictures but i um, then we take the backlot tour and i'm like oh my god i feel like Brendan Fraser could be around any corner. Like that's how I felt. Like I was weird. Yeah. I was just I was I just, mummy the crazy. Design, the
2: set design. Well, the set design in the movies is amazing, but the the uh, the effort they put into the set design for the ride is equally yeah.
3: incredible.
2: Like yeah, just the the money they put into that. I mean, it looks like like you guys are saying. Like it, it looks like you're in the movie like you it feels like the the aesthetic is there
1: is that
0: is that the same ride that's still there now or is that like a new yeah so most recent
1: time i went to universal is there yeah they're not getting rid of that
0: because they got rid of et
1: i know it's the original ride that was in the building so it it is closed right right
0: now but they're doing a huge refurbish opening on 2022 for the mummy.
1: It's still gonna be the mummy. It's still gonna, gonna be gonna revenge. The of the Mon- but it's mummy. A hu- I'm <laughs> oh no! Uh, uh,
0: but that's I what bet I'm you they right thought now. about
1: that and they're like, oh, thank God we didn't do that.
0: Yeah, it's a huge refurbish. That's what it's saying. Um, sound upgrades, uh, visual projections.
1: Well, do we, are you guys feel like we've talked about the movie enough? I I know it's getting up there in the time, so. I don't want to keep you Matt. Is there anything else in the, the flick? I feel like we didn't talk about the ending too too much. I mean, I I actually I was thinking about you know the the ending and how you know the book of uh, what was it, Book of Amun Ra or whatever, the Book of the Living basically yeah. came into play as like the I I thought like the the changing of the soldiers like what but they were able yes. to like control the soldiers and then basically just t- sick them on Moon. like yeah. i feel like Ar- Arnold Vosloo's acting like during that part was like so good to the point where like he he like he does this eyeball's thing that like really just yeah. sticks out to you that like he, he looks at him, her but then he also makes a Pretty epic mistake by trying to go after Jonathan instead of going straight for a Ducks of the Moon. Yeah. Like, he starts to turn around for Jonathan to, like, get the book. And then, like, he turns around when he sees how close they are to her. And then she screams. And then his eyes basically pop out of his head. <laughs> 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 um, that is something I feel like we got to give, like, so much credit to. Like, outside of what apparently was, like, I guess somewhat gibberish like they had like an expert be like this is what i think ancient egyptian would sound like i guess like was basically what they came up with to do it um so they were but other than like whatever he speaks in ancient egyptian um he doesn't talk much and he's a very very good silent actor uh like he like really kills it at the end just being like just faces you know a lot of facial expressions yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. Like i, I his love faces. his face right uh when he, when he, when the sand finally gets to them like when the face is fully formed and then he like looks up to them he kind of like smiles he's like uh, i'm a big sand oh face like he's like this is cool as hell right now
2: your fault for bringing it up but again one of my favorite benny lines i like the
1: whole sand bowl trick the to- bastards yeah uh <laughs> was, i feel like we didn't talk even about my favorite uh, betty like like difficult. i love so we bring up like uh he's like when he's like think about my children you don't have any children you don't have any children <laughs> someday i might. <laughs> um and then i my favorite betty scene because it's just like he's just such a weasel because it's it's not only like he could just get out of bad situations but he embraces his like servitude to him but he's like he's already taken your eyes and your tongue and he's like really enjoying that scene (laughs) but he's like but i'm afraid that he's gonna yeah he does like the like emperor i'm afraid
2: i think david Um, just like when people say, "I'm afraid," because afraid, it's oh, just them.
1: Like, really, afraid. no one ever says it sincerely. They're always like saying it sincerely, you know. Um,
0: I will say Benny's death scene was like, I, I think honestly, that's the worst way to go throughout this whole movie. Mm, scarabs. It's just well, it's not just the scarabs. It's knowing know. that losing fire, light. The sucking them dry. The that's fire, how the fit. fire. Is you know that they're gonna stay away from you, and it's just. Going to go out at any minute, and you're stuck and a note like there's no escape, there's no exits, and you know they're just going to get you. Uh,
2: But he's but he's
1: trapped uh, with his gold.
0: Yeah, yeah, true.
2: Trapped with his gold. I was about to say he dies with his gold. I love also that we didn't we didn't mention it, but that he he had already ransacked the place and loaded the camel going
1: back for more.
2: Yeah, he's going back for more. But what else happens? They ride off into the sunset, unknowing of the riches.
1: That they uh, don't they? they don't heard, they? Which allows them to buy Wayne Manor? Which, yeah, yeah. Seriously, have a castle in the second. I, one, but I, I don't I, know, I, know yeah. if this is like, like this. Is actually, Laura, Wayne Manor and Batman Begins. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, they use the they use the exterior shots of the same building for oh. Batman Begins. But then I guess they used a different one for. But as
2: a As a kid, I didn't realize uh. I remember, like, the first, I don't know, probably the first, like, five times I watched Mummy Returns, I
1: was like, how are they rich?
3: Like, <laughs> well, oh, they, yeah.
1: doesn't it well, end Evie's, on, like, a, on the shimmer the gold? Of the yeah, the gold's it. in the back of the camel. Right, am I wrong about this? Is this just, like, the lore I've written in my head? Is the staff that ends up being, like, the spear that ends up being a big deal in the next movie, is that in the sack that you see yes. at the end of this movie? Yes. It is? Yes. Okay. Also, um, he takes the sword. Does he lose the sword? Why, is he uh, running with the sword the whole time? runs with the sword the yeah, whole time. Yeah, he is running. Like, even when the sand is collapsing? Yeah, like, yeah. underneath, like, he's literally he's it, crouching he's in, like, in the thing with the sword. He doesn't, help, he doesn't have it held right up. He's got it, like,
0: Yes, I can picture him. that. Yeah, uh, he's holding yeah. it
1: by the handle with the... Yeah, yeah like, back. down. But yeah. doesn't he drop it yeah. when,
0: when they slide at the when end they, of where oh, he, maybe he leaves, because he reaches goodbye, just he hands with goodbye, Benny. And, goodbye, Benny. In, and in That's, the final
1: uh, moment, he's still trying to save Benny. Yes, yeah. I like that a lot because it's kind of like yeah. he's like, Benny's a little stinker, but he's a good time sometimes, you know. Like, I feel <laughs> yeah. like they must have had some good times, you know, like, must have had some good times with, with Benny. Me. You're with me on
2: this one, right? What does Benny yeah. say? Your
1: your uh, strength gives, gives me, me strength. strength. <laughs> <laughs> and then he takes oh, off and no. runs away right after saying that. Oh God, this movie is just so good. I feel like we didn't even do justice to it, but we talked for so long about it. Uh,
2: wait, what's our time at? I, I lost one forty.
1: I have been keeping it on this whole time, and it really stares you down. Like it's
2: one forty. Die. What I do? That bad actually. But, if uh, I could just yeah. say,
1: if I could just say one one seed that I thought, like, really, really stood out to me in the movie this most recent time I watched it was, like, the exchange of, like, I mean, first of all, the there is this epic beginnings of that kiss that o'connell and, and evie have in the prison uh-huh. you know he kisses her that says get me the hell out of here yeah, yeah. and like, sakes, it was like good of a kiss when they yeah when, and yeah it leads all the way up to her like not even what? being able to oh concentrate God. because of that but like the scene when that like leads to her in her room print you know pacing talking about that like is is her and o'connell talking about the kiss and he says i don't know i was about to be hung it seems like a good idea at the time and she gets like upset about that but like when he when he comes out and uh he she like is a like you know seems there she says something about him being rude he like winks at her and that, or no? She says, "You, if you, uh I h- hardly would call that a kiss." He yes. like wakes at her and then like throws his like gun thing down on the table, and I feel like that was just like basically him just like whipping out his dick. Yeah, and just he's like, it look it at all my guns. Table. Yeah, he, That's he what... literally like wakes at her and just like throws it down on the table. It's like all these guns, and he's like, "Yeah, are we? Are we?" That's what Brendan Fraser says in the battle. He's like, look at all these guns. Are we going? I'm sorry. Did I miss something? Are we going to war? Lady, there's I like how he saves his neck again. Sand and blood.
2: Uh, all we, we found, found was sand
1: by, and by, blood.
2: By pulling his shirt when he's being shot at on the boat.
1: Yeah. Relax. Uh, which, by the way, I've never been able to figure out that angle in my entire life. Like, how is someone a, shooting like yeah, that? A first of all, they're on a boat. How is someone getting those shots off like towards is him? And, and then, and then, second of all, like how is it that the shots are like moving down that line and like they somehow That's, are like, just gonna order. stop? Like yeah. even yeah. though he has like the rest of the exposure all the way down the i've heard that that was a rachel wise vice suggestion but uh, steven summers says he's like yeah the night before i just thought oh that would be a good scene so he said he said he, he said he said he said oh i i thought i heard that he came up with that like what like when they were shooting he like said like hey, yeah well, they do might this. have shot it they might have shot some of that scene and then he thought of it i don't know um, Reddit horror. But also they, they, they mentioned that they're like, you know, that was, that was fairly close to his face as well. Like that was, you know, a real effect that they were using, like squid, something that blows squid. out. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I love that. And the look he gives her afterwards, like, oh, I'm going to go kick some ass now. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just, I don't know. O'Carno, O'Carno, are what point. are we going to do? What are we going to do right here? I'll get help here. I'll get help. <laughs> Such a good Oh my god. Somebody good oh, night.
2: He said he was just looking for a good time. Good time.
1: <laughs> what does <is> he, <laughs> he you swim? For? <laughs> yes, with the occasion go. Trust, Trust me, it calls, it for, calls it. for it. Yeah, I mean, uh I yeah. was looking at I went on IMDb and then like refined the reviews to earliest first. So the reviews were actually from 1999, which I love doing for this time error because it's like the internet was still so new. I love picturing people that were like, "I'm writing like, these news, powering up my computer and using my dial up to complain about this movie." You know, like <laughs> that long ago. This is happening. You know, but uh, um, there were so many reviews that people were like shitting on it. And I'm like, wow, you don't even know what you're in for for the next twenty years if you think this is bad, like. Like, seriously, like this is such a gem now compared to like our our regular blockbusters don't exist like this anymore. Like again, I, I, I always feel like I'm complaining, but I'm really not. But it's like superhero movies really take up these types of blockbusters. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. like we're not getting like this type of storytelling through big blockbusters anymore, unless it's a superhero movie, which I love Either that yeah, it's either it's like, that or like a huge flop, or yeah, it's a, you know, or like... it's or it's the other <laughs> franchises. That's like why I give Fast and the Furious credit. Like these, I'm not comparing the fast movies to how good this movie is, but like there is franchises that aren't superhero movies that are still managing to survive in big ways, which I appreciate. Like Bond is still doing it. Um, but yeah, I want some sand and like torches and like. You know, like, Revolve, oh, like like, it. give it to me. You know, we National haven't... Treasure. National Treasure tried to do it. Sahara, yeah. I think, was the yeah. only yeah. one that came close in my yeah. mind. I, mean, National I don't know. I, I, yeah, National, National Treasure, Treasure is a solid movie. a fun movie, but, yeah, it's you know, solid solid it's not it's as action-packed. No,
2: it's not, but it's like, it's of the same, like, family. Yeah.
1: For, for England, yeah.
2: Nicolas Cage?
1: No, I, for National Treasure. <laughs> I'm gonna steal the
2: and I'm gonna steal the Declaration, the Declaration of Independence.
1: Yeah, one of the greatest cages ever. Um, they might do a three someday. I'd be down for it. But uh, um, I, all right. How would you guys feel if they totally just did a? Uh, they just retcon two and three, and they're like the Mummy two come into theaters 2024. We got it's Vice. We got John Hannah. We got Brendan Fraser. It's just it's pretty PP. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. so- PP. <laughs> <laughs> we got <laughs> PP O'Connell. Oh no, that's so bad. But uh, no, no. I, I would much rather the Mummy Two starring uh, Tom Cruise having to take on Arnold Vosloo. <laughs> 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 Uh, well, we did get it's beefy. Cruz was
2: up for this role in in the Mummy.
1: Oh, that's interesting. That's and then video. he's like, oh, "I didn't do it in '99. I need to do it now." Yeah, we got we got beefy Dr. Jekyll in that movie. It's on his by uh, Russell Crowe It's on his. Uh,
2: I guess it was on his bucket list to play the play in a, the Mummy movie. So he checked that
1: one off. God. I don't now know if how that he, counts. Checking things
2: off his bucket list.
1: I remember being like like entertained by that movie no joke but I think a lot of it had to do with my fascination with seeing Russell Crowe toss Tom Cruise around in a yeah. fight scene. Like I found I that very to- entertaining. I was about to say gosh like ugh, the what was it supposed to be called the dark verse or the dark universe this is the the one where they called their shot with the universal logo that turned into a dark universe Universe. logo. yeah they're like we're doing it (laughs) you guys are gonna love it (laughs) and it's like here's the mummy yeah Uh, it's like oh and they're Uh, like by the way check out entertainment weekly we have a photo shoot with like Johnny Depp, uh, who was in that famous Universal Monsters photo shoot? it was like Johnny Depp was supposed to be the Invisible Man. Tom Cruise was in it from The Mummy. There was like huge stars in this, like, like this is the this is a monster verse, like, yeah. yeah. And it was just like, wow, I don't think there's ever been such a like a failure of a like announcement ever. Like, and it, uh, apparently, they still haven't like killed it they haven't ruled it out they're just like we need to no, seriously I, I regroup they, here. I think, think they did. This. I don't know if, I think they should go you know, with Mike you know Flanagan hear, like because you
2: know what we, the problem was with that movie Tom Cruise was the yeah
1: Love I, don't know. I love tom cruise you yeah, know was how about much to say, i love tom cruise yeah i do too he wanted a lot of creative control he I mean, that he wanted a tom cruise movie where this was supposed to be the start yeah. of a franchise and i'll give you that and i honestly I think, god go ahead that that very well may have been the first tom cruise movie i can legitimately say like oh that's a bad movie <laughs> like yeah. i i'm serious like i think he's that good and that's why i don't know I, wow. I almost would give up another shot for a sequel no why not <laughs> i do think just, it's always crazy when people are like we're just gonna make another one who cares like what's a good just, example yeah, just, of that just reset like, it go with like this mummy movie 99 era format doesn't have to be in the twenties. Yeah, like, I don't know make why it in they the thought. Desert. Let's modernize it. It's like because there's not enough movies made in the th- there's there's too many movies made in the thirties. We gotta modernize this, you know? Like, yeah. it would just stupid. how else do like, you do the verse? Well, yeah. the verse could exist. Well, you just have infinite in the olden day. Yeah, people with infinite infinity stones. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Times <Stone laughs> have portal or,
0: scenes all over yeah. the place.
2: A portal scene with all the Universal monsters
0: yeah. coming
1: out. That be- yeah, that up. It's just that. the mummy coming and be like, "On your left." But honestly, like that's Frankenstein's what, like cool. we, we jokingly say that, but it's like what is the end game? Like, no pun intended when they're trying to make these universes. Yeah, what are these monsters? Yeah, these monsters kill an people. like Frankenstein just picking up huge rocks and like the mummy is just like moving his arms forward. Like, yeah. Wolfman's like, It's not a full moon, sorry guys. Like the like this, the thing or what is yeah, it? The swamp the Monsters. Just like in the swamp. Be like, guys, this battle's on land. I'm sorry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Dr. Strange is like, what am I even doing here?
2: The Hunter X up there in his tower ringing his bell. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I don't even know. Why would, I, would you, why would I be excited about that? What are they? What was the end game for that? You the monsters crossover. saved the world?
0: You get a crossover of the 1999 and the newest one with Tom you know, Cruise
2: black and white horror movie uh the hunchback of notre Dame. before i don't think i've ever
1: seen that it was
2: like the disney remake like animated one
1: that's what uh i just listened to a podcast recently that someone was talking about saying that that was like one of their inspirations and i can't remember who it was that's a weird movie I had it on VHS. Oh, a- man. It's a, is it like part of a monster movie? Era? Yeah, that's why I mentioned in it. Yeah. Huh. Um, did those monster movies besides like uh, uh, Abbott and Costello, like did they ever appear in the same movies? Yeah. You had Frankenstein meets the
2: Wolfman. You had like.
1: And they're like, uh, how do you do? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know yeah, why I go to movies? Dracula right away. You had,
2: uh, there was another. There's a couple crossovers. <laughs> The one I can think of that's most fam- famous is Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman, which I don't know why. It's, uh, did, they, um,
1: it was just, did they do the mash?
2: The yeah, they did the monster mash. Do the mash. the monster mash. Graveyard smash.
1: That's basically yeah. what it was. It was just Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman. He goes up goes, how oh, do you do? And then they just shake hands and then they just start dancing. Do the mash. <laughs> do, 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 do. It was a graveyard smash. <laughs> Get two hours really, out of that.
2: One of my favorite scenes in, in the original Frankenstein is when he throws the girl into the lake. That's one of my
3: favorite scenes.
1: Um, all right. Well, I, I just want to wrap up for you, Matt. All right. What are we rating it? Is, is, are what we, are we rating out of? Scarabs. Scarabs. What would you say, Steve? The Black Books. <laughs> Night of Bourbons. <laughs> Bourbon chasers,
2: out of keys, out of Inside keys,
1: key, key, what key? What key. <laughs>
2: um,
1: what's like the most iconic thing from this movie for me? I I suppose it is Scarabs somehow. <laughs> like, there's one object from this I could think of. Yeah, yeah. Well, dual dual wield pistols. Yeah, okay, out of how many <laughs> O'Connell pistols. I love the scene at the end when they're shooting the mummies and Jonathan reaches over just, and, and like, takes two yeah. shoots it, it but two, then he throws one of them, but he he throws one of them at the mummies, and in my mind I'm like, O'Connell's like, What the fuck, dude? That's like, my gun, dude. <laughs> it's, it's like what am I my I don't have that many guns? Oh, like, I like I mean I do of
2: immediate response to everything is just to shoot it. He shoots the same yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean just, just <laughs> Again, a it's it is just to shoot it, but um, I also like that is I like the uh, the scare when Jonathan gets the scarab in his arm. We didn't mention that, and then oh yeah, and
1: they have to cut it out, yeah, and yeah, he but, shoots the scarab. Yeah. Uh, um, but anyway, so I don't know who wants to go first. I well, I don't know. Did you have something to add? Matt? sorry. Well, I I was just gonna say like about uh, actually no, never mind. Because I have two more things I want to add that yeah. I love. I love when he when they come out and he's like, Don't worry, I got it. You know, he's so confident he killed it. And uh you. Is like, you cannot kill this creature. Um and then uh another great scene when um is when they first meet each other or when the two teams meet each other at the at the statue. And they're just like Troo! with their guns. Yeah. And uh and that's when you find out O'Connell stole the the toolkit, tool which yeah. is great. It just adds to his character. But I love when he says, It's 15 of me versus only four of you. And then O'Connell says, I've had worse odds. And then Jonathan goes, Me yeah, too. Me too. And, but then the look he gets like because <laughs> O'Connell turns. looks at him and then yeah. Jonathan looks at him with the most sincere, like Yeah, I have like, you know, like, and he like nods like, yeah, man, I'm badass too. But it's just like, clearly he's never had odds like that ever. He's holding a Derringer too. (laughs) While O'Connell has two big guns. Like, I don't know. It's such, such good character moments. Like every single scene, every single line adds to someone's character. But I give this movie five stars because it is my five star movie. Five, huh? Yeah, I give it five. Five scarabs. Five scarabs. Five scarabs out of five scarabs. That's for that's me. Yeah, I would I would have to give it five scarabs as well. It's it's among my favorite all time movies. It's just something that's in, ingrained in. I would in, go as far as, in, as to say this might be in my top ten of all time movies. Wow. Well, I think it is. I think it is for me as well.
2: To be honest. You guys are giving it six scarabs out of five.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if I could. All the scarabs.
0: I'm going to be the Debbie Downer. I'm going to give it a four and a half. And the reason why is I think you guys, you've said it very well. I think this is a movie that you guys grew up with and you have more to relate to. I mean, just listening to this whole podcast, you guys know so much more about this movie than I could even fucking talk about. So I'm sorry if I stayed a little quiet throughout this whole thing. I just, I can't keep up. Like, there was a lot of stuff I couldn't even pronounce names, you know. I loved this movie as a journey, but I, I don't know if I can give it a five star. I don't know.
2: Okay, okay. Huh? What, did you, what did you, um? what do you not like about it?
1: I'm just curious. Yeah, what, kind of, <laughs> what kind of a fucking monster are you and what did it you like about it i don't no. know i don't know i just, i, I, I think
0: i think definitely i think just i think for me talking about feeling like i've seen this movie like multiple times and i can only remember the opening i don't know that that's something that keeps going in my head Like, I feel like I've had conversation with someone like this week saying I'm watching The Mummy and they're like, is that the one where the boat scene and all that? I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what happens the second half of that whole movie. I don't know. I I, I don't uh, I don't know if it's just my age or just me not growing up with this movie at all. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe
1: yeah. Maybe the movie drags for you a bit. In the it second doesn't. Half. I I love this it's movie. It's not memorable.
0: But I I don't know if I can give it a five stars.
1: Which uh, I I do gotta say this movie moves too. Like so yeah. efficiently, it moves along. Like there's I don't think there's a low in it. Like a dull point. Um, it's just so it really isn't start to finish. It's yeah. like. And it's told in like three very strong acts, you know. Like we have the intro, like up until he's first awoken, when and, I first then, did it. and then like the killing of Imoteb, like him coming back to form, and then we have the finale, like them killing Imoteb. The the like score is incredible too. Like I get yeah. goosebumps when so I. Such a good score. I mean, the tension
0: in the film, too, is, like, even him trying to, like, get to his full potential, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's almost time. Then when he actually gets there, now it's their goals completely changed to now we have to rescue her. Now we have to rescue her. Like.
1: We didn't even talk about the plague stuff, which is great. I love all that stuff. Really epic. Yeah. it was funny. Steven Summers did as lame as he seemed. He did crack a good joke. He's like, it was crazy when we had to shoot all these fireballs over Cairo. We were just blowing up buildings and museums and stuff. <laughs> and then he, that he's like, no, of course we have IEL to thank for this. Uh, I heard uh, for like the actual scenes they wanted uh, that they shot that like they wanted to like simulate ash and like meteor debris or whatever uh they painted dog food white and were dumping on dumping that like across (laughs) uh like above the sets like when you see people running across the courtyards as like the meteors are coming down there's like all this white debris that you can see falling from the air and it was dog food and apparently the actors weren't Happy, a fan of it. No. <laughs> yeah, they didn't yeah. like it. All right, just one more thing that sucks on this movie. That's probably gonna suck. All right, I do have I- to say one one more thing that I realized about this movie that like is probably just another deeply ingrained thing that has shaped my life, <laughs> which just sounds ridiculous. But um, I, I feel like the action of the like. Shooting of like mummies, but like really more like zombie-like characters is like really at a premium in this movie. Like yes. just that scene, like when they come back to Hamanatra and all the priests are like have been resurrected, and like it's like a. A aisle or like a hallway full of mummies coming at them, and they're just like, yeah, you know, mowing know that them that down. That is like, so good. It, it yeah. is just like that. I don't know. For me, like, was probably such a impactful thing. Like, I mean, today, like, when I play video games, like, the majority of video gaming I do is Call of Duty Zombies and it's like just the sensation of just unloading Rolling a gun into like it's like, like I feel like it's it's all from this movie. It really yeah. is. Like it, it can all date back to this movie. And it looks good too. Like um uh, I guess like more more often than not the the muzzle flares and everything was post like done in the edit. Like which you know I couldn't really tell. Um but yeah, I I totally agree. I knew exactly the scene you were gonna go to and him like when not fair. Oh I feel like I always want to say half his real name and half his character. Yeah. Right? But no uh, Ar- Ardeath Bay um and O'Connell are just running backwards down the hallway, but just blasting away. It just looks so cool. Yeah, O'Connell with the shoddy and his dynamite uh, sticks too uh, like uh, i I love the scene when the medi first attack, and he's basically yeah, like he's, like, about to attack he's him. like I'm willing to yeah. die like I'm, yeah. I'm crazy he's, hes I'll take our whole
0: time with us like
1: the, yeah, that was well, one of either the, that or he could have thrown it just like yeah at his really. men too like that would have taken out a bunch of them yeah but well i think the idea was like how close you want to get to me like because i'll yeah. you know like but uh that was one of the things the uh the blank check guys mentioned was that he has a lot of uh uh martin rigs at uh, um uh, energy in this movie, like he's just like ready to die, sort of like yeah. You know, he takes the leaps. So. I
2: love how I love how Ready Winston
1: was to die. Keep yeah. That. yeah, yeah, That was what he wanted. It was what he was waiting for. Was he got so excited guy. when they came to him with yeah. like uh what is you know, what does he say? Is it is it, like it like dangerous? And,
0: is it yeah, dangerous? dangerous. Thing as well. Probably won't Everyone come back else? alive.
1: Yeah. Everyone else we've run into has died so far. I don't see why you'd be any different. <laughs> So I mean, a- yeah. it's just such a good ragtag crew at the end there. You know, like you really don't expect F um, Bay to join them and that he's just yeah. part of the team, which I think at the end, like after he did his heroic moment, like what did he do? Just like go outside and wait. Like Yeah. He's just like, he's yeah. Sitting then, on his camel. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what they're doing in there. I'm going to choose camels right now. And then he chooses yeah. really poorly. And he like, just oh, makes sure doesn't like, speak up gonna... quietly enough to put his hand. I I also think it's funny. Uh, I I to go back to the uh, the scene where um what's the guy's name? Mister Burns? Mister Burns? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Burns. loses his eyes. Oh um, <laughs> no! So if you think about like the timing of that scene, she walks in, turns him around, gets scared. She turns around. Imhotep's right there. We deal with her backing up into the wall. He calls her a Nux and a Moon. O'Connell comes in, shoots the uh, emoteb, and then they escape. (laughs) And then the the Medjai are outside and they drop Mr. Burns. And then they're like, (laughs) we saved him. And in my mind, like Mr. Burns probably like crawled out of there once he like was dealing with them. And then they just happened to be there. and They're like, oh, my God, we saved his life. You know, they were just like bragging about saving his life. But they clearly didn't do anything at all. Like, well, it's also just saved his life. I also noticed in that scene, it's more of like a timing sequence. Like if they Doesn't ran away sense. with him, yeah. yeah, like with him still on the ground there, and yeah. then by the time they get out of the the tunnels, like the Magi already have him and brought. I don't know. Yeah, well, but, the only thing I can think of is that he crawled away pretty quickly. Yeah, like uh, eyes. Well. The last thing I do want to say about the Mr. Burns uh, missing his eyes part is the scene like when Benny brings Emo Tem to his uh, hotel room. He's like, oh, Prince Emo Tem wants to thank you yeah. for your hospitality. It's and a scene that i was saying eyes. is great. Yeah, and, but like, <laughs> so the one thing I don't get about that scene is like, so he starts like going through that in your eyes and your tongue, and then, but I'm afraid he must, you know, to take what, uh, yeah, complete. And uh when Iboten takes his mask off, like. This is the word screams like that's what you hear. <laughs> he can loud hear scream, how but gross like, it was! Yeah, yeah, but the other thing is, is, like he has no idea that like he just took off his mask. Like, why did they yeah. time his scream like with like his mask taking off when he's walking? <laughs> that is, I never, I until you just said it, I've never thought about that. That's <laughs> funny. I assume because he like started immediately sucking the life out of him, but uh, it's oh, sucking oh, him dry. Yeah. That's how. Yeah, so um yeah. And so uh, so I've, there's just so much to talk about that I keep wanting to talk about, but good. uh, so, and so. I love the little scarab crunch he does when he, like, sands f- sands his... his way into uh, yeah his room while she's sleeping, and then it just a uh, scarab Crawls in his mouth. Mm-hmm. He he eats it, it's after. He
2: got it. I like when he it's comes a... in the, key, the keyhole. The,
1: the, the, yeah, the keyhole. So, yeah. Like that. that was after he killed uh, the. Yeah. I love the cowboy. The, yeah, the, cow uh, the bourbon guy. chaser guy. Cat. Bourbon yeah. chaser. Question, question, why doesn't
2: he like cats?
1: <laughs> <laughs> why doesn't he like cats? Which in the original, uh, the 1932 one, he like chills with a cat. And I'm going to count this as a movie because you told me last episode to watch it, Steve. A dog dies in it.
0: I'm gonna
1: count that as movie. Yeah, another another movie where a dog dies that you suggested.
0: Wow. God, Steve, you gotta stop with these dog movies. Yeah, it's your but, thing um,
2: Moving forward, where, where what are we? Uh, what are, where are
1: we at, Chase?
0: Well, we can go into random, but I know that I think. Do you need to go, Matt, or do you want to stick around?
1: No, I can I can wrap up. Yeah, I might as well. All right, okay. Hang so out.
0: let's go into random. Random. The only random I technically have random. is: Did you guys see the uh, Buzz Lightyear trailer?
1: What's I did.
2: What's
0: your thoughts?
1: Did. I gotta say, for like the cynical person I am, who like doesn't like animated movies, usually, and I certainly don't really ever get excited about them, mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited about this Same. movie. I think it looks awesome. I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority. I didn't really read what the internet thought today, because I was like, I don't care. Everyone's just going to be negative about this. One thing I did read was someone's like, I didn't need to see Buzz Lightyear's hair. But, um...
0: I'm yeah, that, that that <laughs> was, like,
1: the big thing I saw. But at the same time, it's like...
0: That's a detail a that toy. we've not like, seen. Like, what
1: is this? Is this it, just someone's imagination that we're going to find out about? Like, well, it was a TV what? show. No. It's yeah. a toy.
0: It was a TV no. show
1: it's a it's a real it's it's like we've had this discussion on the podcast before but this trailer definitely like confirms it for me this is like basically like if there is a toy of buzz aldrin or neil armstrong that was really famous and for whatever reason we never knew that those toys were based on those characters that's what this movie is it's that that, that person in the Pixar universe, Buzz Lightyear, exists, and he's an that's astronaut.
2: This, that's what the question was.
1: And they've created so, a toy based on him. And so that's Buzz Lightyear is, you know. a, like, is, is, a, is a movie? He's a, he's a man in the Pixar universe that they make a TV show Wait, but, on that they then make a figure off of. So, okay, so it's a TV show. Yes, I think so. because uh, okay. it is well, I don't know if it's a TV show like Woody's Roundup, but it was like a comic, it was a video game. We know those things about it, at least. Woody's Roundup, Come on now, now, all right, all right, all right, that's interesting. I think it just looks epic. Apparently, it's like Pixar's like homage to like space sci fi, yeah. which I'm like, that's kind of cool. Pixar kind of yeah. crushes it, it looks. It strangely really really good, really good. like yeah it does good. it looks like, yeah it looks like a little the... too good like it's separating itself from the herd a bit like as it like it just almost looks different from other Pixar movies but we'll see I don't know we'll see I was hoping um, they
0: weren't gonna show his suit but I'm not pissed that they did
1: yeah they didn't show it with him is on and, right n- uh, yeah, the,
0: yeah they do at the way end Oh. Because he says the one line, and. Because we haven't seen, uh, uh what's his name, Chris's voice yet. of Chris Buzz. Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans' voice as Buzz yet. We only heard, and, that's it. Because she says, to infinity, and he goes, and, and that's it. That's all we get to hear of Buzz Lightyear.
1: Yeah, um, he re- Chris Evans really gave us another uh, Avengers. Yes. <laughs> um but uh too, I I saved a bunch of stuff. I swear I saw a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Steve, the did you send me things?
2: Yeah, i sent you a bunch. There's a guy got, um,
1: I, I gotta say, I immediately was booed by Tiger King when it came out, obviously, during that weird time in the pandemic. And then I joined the crowd of like people that was like, what the fuck was up with that? It's really weird that we were all into that. And uh, as soon as I saw the trailer for the Tiger King 2 came out today, it's kind of like, I don't know. I'm probably going to watch that. <laughs> I yeah. can't lie.
2: Um, Some news I got was uh, a couple of things that had dropped. Okay. Bill Murray has revealed he will appear in Marvel Studios' Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. in mania In a secret role they're not revealing.
1: It's going to be Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill, Bill Murray is Bill Murray. Murray um dune 2 is a go
2: dune 2 is a go
1: yeah
2: yeah, yeah. um man no way home will bring back two more classic villains ign reports empire i thought reported it or, sorry, it was a yeah, week actually, from
1: empire magazine that's doing like an issue on it
2: yeah you 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 read it right
1: did you read it dave i don't think they've released it yet or what do you mean what you sent me yeah, what I sent you. I, I, yeah, I read what you sent me, but uh, oh. they haven't released the Empire issue yet. Um, the trailer for
2: I don't know something that sparked my eye. Did you guys see the watch trailer for Ambulance?
0: No.
2: I think I sent that to Dave. Yes.
1: I think Did we it? talked yeah. about this. That movie no. looks. I don't know. We didn't talk. You sent me a. Uh, yeah. We we talked about it through Instagram, but we didn't talk about it on the episode. But um like Michael Bay is strangely like kind of. He's a little bit like M. Night Shyamalan to me, where I'm like, it's all fun and games to dish on him, but he has quite a lot of movies I, I enjoy. I and I'm and I'm willing to give him a chance. You know, like I watched Six Underground, Whoa. which is what total it, garbage. What uh I was taking I took long time
2: ago in community college, I took a marketing class and we and one day the the teacher was just like one of the best film marketers is is Michael Bay. He knows how to market a film, and it's like he does. He knows how to he knows his audience, and he's just yeah. he's good at marketing. Like he's he, he he knows what people likes, and if you ask him, like a lot of people say he's a dick, but he's like he's like my movies make money, and he's like yeah, you're, right. <laughs> you're
0: not wrong.
2: <laughs> you can't disagree with him. You're like you're yeah. right. He's like my movies make money. They do, and it's like yeah, you're right. You're right. They do. Um, and and I think.
1: Jake Gyllenhaal works with interesting people,
2: and I like. Uh, he he already looks like he's uh, he's dialed up the ten. Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, I'm always in for dialed up the ten. Jake Gyllenhaal, so I'm um, I'm on board for this movie.
1: Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Did other trailers come out? Uncharted trailer. Did we talk about that last? No,
0: week? I don't think we did. I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't know. Um, it doesn't look.
1: Good. I. Yeah, I, I I'm 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 gonna reserve my judgment for when it comes out, I guess. But like, to me, it looks like they're trying to capture what I really love in the video games. Is like, like that plain set piece that they're showing yeah. in the movie is like the exact type of set piece that is so fun in the video game that makes it like you can't believe you're playing it. It feels like you're playing a cinematic moment. But I don't know if that transfers to an actual cinematic that's, moment. Yeah,
3: but that's without what's...
1: it feeling a little too fast and furiousy. You know, like it's yeah. fun to play yeah. it. And uh, and then again, I, I don't I don't really understand the choice of casting Mark young Wall-er. Like Mark Wall or no, or Tom Holland. Like like Nathan Drake in the series is like like in his thirties, probably running into his forties by the time. And then Sully, who Mark Wahlberg's playing, is like an old fucking man. Like Well, maybe so that's the thing. It, there, it's like, an origin oh. story, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Know. Origin story. It's- I think I think <laughs> they keep the franchise going for like another fifteen years easily.
0: I think it's just gonna run into the same issues most video game movies have, and it's exactly what you were saying. It doesn't come across like it does in most video games, because you are the character and you feel like you're in the action. In a movie, you're just watching it, and I don't know if it's going to transfer as well as it does usually. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from just watching the trailer. It doesn't, I'm not as excited as I am when I play the game. I don't
3: know. Yeah. That's
1: I don't how I feel think, about it. Um, like, the video game movie is that white whale. And I think last year, two years ago, I think. What was there? Three, there's Detective Pikachu, Sonic, and wasn't there another video game movie that did fairly well? no, this sounds stupid, but I'm pretty sure it was like the second Angry Birds randomly like did okay because well. it was it you or, I was looking on Rotten Tomato at like a tomato yeah. meter score yeah like the and second I Angry think you're Birds. right it was like an Angry Birds like but those are the only three non splats in video yeah. game movie hit yeah um and uh, I think there's something to say that like Pokemon like is a transferable movie. You can make a good movie out of Pokemon. It was obviously yeah, just no hugely one successful TV show. Sonic doesn't really have, like, that coherent of a plot, I feel like, in terms of the video game. Like, it's like there's cutscenes in between what amounts to, like, nothing. You're just flying around getting rings, you know? Like, and then there's a story in between those levels, I guess. But it's like mostly nonsense i feel like so like that doesn't i feel like the games that they're they're like oh we got to do we did talk about that actually i didn't think the resident evil trailer that came out like a couple weeks ago looked that bad looks like they're really going for the actual franchise of the video games which paul ws anderson didn't try to do one bit like he was just like i'm just making this movie about my future wife alice (laughs) Mia Jokovic. um Glitch, Steve, I uh, realized that's one of them, that he actually outdoes Wes Craven. If you want to count Resident Evil as a horror franchise, he's directed all of those. And that's six, <laughs> five? Steve's like, it doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't, but it does. You know, He's someone that has had complete creative control over his own franchise from the start, which is rare. Yeah, um, and those movies are, you know... Take or relieve them, but they're not that good. But they're fun. Games are good. They're, they're fun f- nonsense. Um, is that it for movie news? What is?
0: That's all I got.
1: Yeah, I uh, I actually th- saw something interesting uh, that I don't know if you guys have talked about, but uh, the an- Hating the Christensen returning as Anakin Skywalker oh. for a shock. Yeah, for So Ahsoka Tana. yeah, Ahsoka Tana. I don't know. I said, um,
0: I guess we haven't talked about that on the podcast.
1: I don't get it because they say that the her plot takes place after he dies. So what? How is that working? Do you think? Flashbacks, I'm guessing. But like, oh, yeah. also, what hating Christensen is it going to be? Is it going to be like Ghost hit with his mask off? He's like, Ugh! you know, his face is all deformed or it's yeah or they're just mask only hating christians oh actually <laughs> yeah wait yeah. no ghost Darth Vader. no it could be yeah ghost no pants force on. or yeah the the goat the uh, force ghost force ghost could be a possibility yeah 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 it's just right too? I'm just, i guess i'm just confused I'm with Star Wars. I'm basically like have at it, you know. Like I, I don't. I think they're really at like a um. Like I don't know what to call it. Like they're at the precipice or something. Is that the right word? But they're they have now left the shadow of the Skywalkers of that saga, and they had a successful two seasons of something else, and you know that's really great but i don't know like can they keep that momentum like where what's what's happening from here it, i don't know i, I think the reality is, is we're just gonna get more star wars than we ever thought we'd ever have it's gonna be like the mcu like it's gonna be constant star wars endless. all the time endless um and i don't even watch the animated shows which are constantly coming out so
2: well, yeah. okay. Did you guys hear this? No, I thought—I mean, it's been confirmed. I know there was rumors, but um, um, I guess it's still rumored. It has not been confirmed. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. This, th- no, this is upcoming. That's been confirmed. It's yeah, been
1: confirmed.
2: but um, it's it's been, it was given a forty-minute runtime. I don't know. Did we did we know wow. that? No,
1: I, know, I had but, no idea what wow. that's even going to be.
2: And it's going to bridge the gap between Thor: Love and Thunder and Guardians Three.
1: Oh. That that makes so, me really excited for yeah. it. Makes me really excited too. So I
2: would imagine yeah. before Love and Thunder comes out twenty twenty two, Christmas we're getting Guardians special, and then twenty twenty three we get Guardians three. Maybe so. oh, we don't. So they're don't gonna know give that, us actually. The,
1: they're gonna give us the bridge gap story before we get to see Love and Thunder. No, No. 11 Thunder
2: Guardians through again, this Christmas special. Not not this Christmas, next
1: Christmas. Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, that makes me more excited for it because I couldn't for the longest time. I'm like, wow, they like when they announced that, it was in such a massive. I'm like, I, I never mind. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It was just in such a massive load of like dumpage. Like, that's like, I feel like back when they announced like. Blade and everything out like they announced so many future projects and the one that stuck out to me is like what are they just fucking doing anything at this point <laughs> was the Guardians holiday special I'm like do we need that but um, I sounds- actually really like that idea it, that there's a connective movie so we don't need to waste either movie's time explaining themselves um,
2: even, even though at the beginning <laughs> of Love and Thunder Thor is with the Guardians
1: yeah so that will
2: um, be interesting. Be interesting. So whatever happens to them is gonna sideline them until the holiday special and then Guardians three will wrap up their story. I'm just curious.
1: It still says at IDB 2023, but um I'm curious if with those delays, if it's still twenty twenty three.
2: I hope so. I hope I mean I I I can't these delays are killing me. Hmm. They are and they
1: are. It's like we're still getting so much.
2: Yeah, and Kevin Feige content. confirmed that Spider-Man: No Way Home will not be delayed. Yeah. So there was there was there was little there was little fret about that, but to assure people, he was like, "Yes, there is no delay. Spider-Man is still coming out when it's supposed to." Good. But I, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, Chase, what do you what have you been what have you been watching?
0: So, I've been watching some... I, I haven't been watching much. I've been watching a lot of the, the uh, original Batmans because I had that set, Steve. So, I'm halfway through season one. Um, I've been watching some more vampire yeah, movies. Or
2: like, 1966 Batman.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've also been watching a few uh, Halloween movies, and I want to kind of yell at you guys because you guys made me sound stupid last week when I said something about Silver... Being, isn't that something that hurts vampires? And you're like, no, that's werewolves. You're wrong. It is also vampires.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure when I listened to that, Steve and I were both like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> we weren't like, you're a fucking idiot, Chase.
0: But you made me feel stupid. And I got I went crazy when I realized that I was right. Uh, why? What do you mean?
1: What, what, what made you realize you were right?
0: Well, so I went back and I watched right after because we kept talking about my mom's got a date with a vampire. I watched that first of all. Eh, I don't know if it holds up perfectly, but it's it's okay. Um, how they stop him is they they uh, take a nail gun and they pretty much nail down his whole entire coffin with yeah. silver nails. And they said they can't they can't touch Interesting. silver. Interesting. And then Interesting. I watched. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, which, not a good movie, but the whole entire premise of that movie is to get Silver to Gettysburg to attack all of the vampires that are attacking the North. So,
1: yeah. All right. uh, yeah, if, you, if your only evidence is mom's got a date with a vampire, I was going to say nay, but did you you said you didn't really care about um, uh, Abraham Lincoln? I've always been curious about that movie.
0: I... I so I was talking to someone who said that that movie is fantastic and I watched it and I immediately lost respect in this person's views of movies because it was awful. Uh, I think the visual effects of that movie is trash. I think the actors are actually pretty good, but the story and everything is just weird. I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, but I mean, it does go into vampire lore and I will say I rewatched fright night with my brother
1: you cheater. What Jeez. do you mean? Added the mummy to your list.
0: I did, but did you notice? I Okay, I, okay. I did add the mummy to my list, and I am going to use that as a cheating mood. You I'm can't, not dude. Lie. You've wow, 100% geez. seen I'm so that behind. movie. I'm so behind. Let me add that one.
1: No, I'm not allowed. Fine, I'll if take you, it off. If you make it to 300 with that movie in it, then I'll, I'll shut you.
0: You mean 360?
1: Three, yeah, wow. Not
0: 300?
1: I'm I'm not even I'm, there's no way I'll ever make it. this I year. don't know
0: if I'm going to make it. I'm at like 24849. I want to say I'm at 20 movies behind Max. at
2: 217. I got to start putting my actual rewatches on my Letterbox cuz like
1: I I agree. Because I, I want to know what you guys have given things you've seen, and you only rate things you're just now seeing. And I sometimes I'm like, oh, I know Steve loves like H2O, but you're you don't have a, a score for that on there. Yeah, I'll, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll start doing that.
2: Yeah, I need to. I need to.
1: I always just say like, do it if you can confidently grade it in your head. You know, like if you haven't seen a movie since 1999, then don't rate it you know like until you maybe rewatched it
0: but yeah but that's what i've seen
1: all right all right i saw dune um i don't think you guys have right
0: i'm watching it on no
1: um i i went out bowling and to eat before and was drinking and i was like i felt like the, I think you should leave skit. I was just like in theaters, and I was like, "I'm just the most tired I've ever been in my entire life." Like that's how I felt watching Dune, and I, I felt like I was in some weird dream s- state, and <laughs> I didn't even rate it on Letterbox, which I usually never do, because uh, I'm like, I gotta, I just gotta watch the movie again, because I, I wasn't that impressed, but I fell asleep for ten minutes, like I. I don't know. I I just it wasn't working for me, so I think I need to give it a proper rewatch before I can.
0: That was John Wick three for me, where I was so tired that I literally fell asleep, and I just, just
1: the most tired I've yeah. ever been.
2: Most tired I've ever been in my tour. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. and that's I think that's besides the Mummy. Oh, and I watched the fourth Friday at 13th, the Thirteenth, uh, the Feldman. the Feltman. Yeah. chapter. Uh, yeah show. the final chapter and the i'm 40 done 40 with those because it's the final chapter
2: he out and he's like jason I- i'm you
1: that was a pretty ballsy weird move like yeah. i really like that movie but that ending's so weird that Corey feldman just shaves his head comes downstairs and he's like jason i'm you jason and jason i really, <laughs> I really, I really like the kills in that one um remember those being pretty good I think more than three, Steve, it's kind of like the golden gold finger of the franchise in terms of like, yes, he does get his mask and his machete in two or in three, but that's right at the end. This one, he's full Jason the entire time. Like, so it's like you're really getting the first effective start to finish. He's the Jason we know killing people, but um, I liked it way more in three. I'll say that.
2: Okay, the part that uh, gets me is that part with Corey Feldman is is peeping Tom. That part always makes me. Like, yeah, he's cracking. just
1: getting so excited. He's like oh, screaming yeah. into his pillow, and, yeah. like moving upside. Yeah, it's that's funny love every time. But anyway, who else is in that? Who do I text you saying I didn't know this Chris person? Glover's in it. Yeah, Crispin Glover's great too. All right, that's um, it
2: for me. Let's see. Uh, I watched Whiplash, finally.
0: Oh, fucking great movie.
2: Oh, my God. That that's was amazing. Movie. Yeah, really good movie. Really, 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 really good movie. Weird thing about that movie, there was... So, Miles Teller has been in a car accident. Like, that's where he has the scars on his scars. face. Right? He's in a car accident in the movie. That movie was filmed in 19 days. It was filmed right after the director was in a bad car accident. Huh. And the movie called Whiplash. It's very weird. A lot of car accidents tied to that movie. But um, that was really good. I really liked that. Um, I watched uh, um, Fatherhood.
1: I saw that. Yeah. You watched that before our last episode, and you didn't mention it. Did I mention it? You didn't mention it. I
2: watched that. Um, I liked it. I mean, it's not a strong recommendation.
1: But <laughs> he I gave it like, three stars, so it's like that's a, you know I could maybe watch that. I considered uh, watching it. It's not like a strong,
2: but it's like a, it showcases his acting
1: ability. You're like, did Whoa. you guys see, see that like, trailer today? Uh, I stopped watching it because I'm like, this looks intriguing, and I don't want to know what they're gonna show me at the end. But it's Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes is playing his brother, and it's called True Story, and Kevin Hart's like a huge stand-up and i think uh wesley snipes like comes to visit and they end up like i think either i missed this part of the trailer or i wasn't or they don't show it but i think they like kill someone or something and now he's like trying to deal with his like rising star fame while this like crazy shit's happening in his life with wesley snipes and I'm, like this is a random casting and i'm here for it. it looks kind of good Looks is, different for Kevin Hart too, even though he's playing a stand-up comedian. But what is that called? I don't know. It, the trailer just dropped today, um, and it's a Netflix movie, so that means it will be out in like two days.
2: <laughs> uh, another thing I watched was Slumber Party Massacre from 1982. You Slash. said you liked it, right? I was I was into it. I don't know why. I was like, I'm watching all these old slashers, and. Uh, and I was I'm into them. I mean, I, I a lot of them I've seen before, but I had not really seen sure. that one. It's a TV um, show.
1: Sorry, called True Story.
0: True Story
1: coming out November twenty fourth. Well, Yeah, that's uh, that's
2: that's about all I got. Um,
0: and we know Matt's not watched anything, not even
1: well, TV. Well, no, I mean, I've definitely, I mean, I. David asked me earlier in the episode if I saw *Many, Many Saints. Saints of Newark. So would you uh, hate I, it? Oh yeah, it was it was oh, flam- such a bum worthless, place. useless, flaming pile of garbage. It's I disagree. That's what my I, hated, said. It. What I hated it. I hated it. I hated the I hated the characters. I hated just I don't know. It was just
0: it's the non- Sopranos movie. Um, yeah. I,
1: just, um, I, I don't know. I I. I I knew it. I knew it was on, as soon as I was reading reviews, and then I saw it, and I was like, I'm just not on the same page as everyone else because I'm totally into this. And again, I think I'm in it kind of on the stipulation that it continues. And if it doesn't, then I'm I don't like it as much as I liked it because I think yep. it, it maybe over, if, it's maybe setting if something it continues. up. Maybe if it continues, I I would. Continue, you know, keep watching. But also, I, think uh, I, I, I've thought about this for weeks ever since I saw it. That that movie starts in a in a cemetery. I won't say who the character is because I don't want to spoil the Sopranos. But it starts with a character who's dead narrating in the spirit. But from the Sopranos, it's his yeah. gravestone. But before it gets to his gravestone it's it's there's like a steady cam moving through a cemetery and it's like you're passing other gravestones that are busy telling their own like fella story. And like you hear their like bits of their story, but then you move past it and it like goes away until you get to like the character from the Sopranos gravestone. And it's him like he's in the middle of telling his story. And it's, it's one of the funniest mobster movie, like cliches like turned on its head like i don't know i thought huh. it was a really good funny thing yeah uh one other thing that i watched that was just disappointing and i did not like uh was midnight mass i was not what? a fan wow that yeah. another thing midnight mass thing that he yeah to- i so i watched what? um I watched uh Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor and I didn't watch those though. I no. loved that they're so good. They are so good. And yeah, but, I just thought this was Do you think by but, not calling it Haunting of something they're kind of straight up being like that's not what this is. No, no, no. No. But. Well, yes. I mean, I know it's I, I'm not trying to say like I was expecting the same thing, but like you know, based on the quality of work that you know this guy and his his I wife have produced have i produced have, I, I, uh, I that's one of my favorite themes is people that will take religion and belief to the ends that will get them killed because they believe yeah i mean that's yeah. like yeah I, I like that like I, I thought they i just they explored I it really really well and that the guy that plays the priest is like amazing. He's just a powerhouse performance, I thought. Yeah, he was really good. I also thought uh, you know, the guy from Friday Night Lights. Tim and Eric's Nightmare Stories. Bedtime Stories. Wait, wait, wait that's uh, the kid who uh, got his com all over the town. <laughs> oh, yeah. His balls <laughs> cut off. Yeah, uh, the guy from Boss, so I took your nuggets. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Spilled um, your seed. That's weird because I've never seen Friday Night Lights, but I'm like, man, I really recognize this guy, and I couldn't put my finger on it. But that's definitely why. Yeah. I would suggest um definitely to everyone. I'm really, really enjoying Impeachment, the uh, the American crime story. Like, yeah, I'm, just, I'm gonna watch that. I think Clive Owen is. Like so, he's randomly crushing it as Bill Clinton to the point where I kind of try to watch every scene with my eyes slightly out of focus because it just looks like Bill it's, Clinton and until you look at it too much and you're like, well, it's hard to hide Clive and schnoz and uh, like Bill Clinton doesn't really have that type of nose. I feel I mean he has a schnoz, but uh, it's just everyone. It's just filled with great character actors and Beanie Fettelstein um, is that her name? Feldstein is just so so good in it. Um like she's just like a really big rising star that I like. And on the same note as her, her co star in the movie Book Book Smart, Caitlin Deaver, is in a uh, Dope Sick, which is also really, really good on Hulu. It's coming out week to Did week. Did you finish? Um, oh
0: no, it's week to week.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm in um I'm in the middle of the new impeachment episode and I'm going to watch Dope Sick after that. But uh, Ke- uh Michael Keaton is just incredible in that show. He's Love doing really good job. Me Let too. Me yeah, how, how far in is that? I think it's 5 episodes today. Um I yeah. might start that. Yeah, going to watch that too. And it's a fascinating story. It's so fucking messed up, but But yeah, Sorry Matt, we really failed. <laughs> we try, not, Matt. No worries. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was I was really in my mind. I was like, maybe we can do it. Maybe we could keep this one short. And uh <laughs> you know, it's just about as long as last week. So the
0: dog. <laughs> yeah. uh we got yeah. a we got an Instagram, so you can always check us out. It's podcorn and a movie on Instagram. Please like oh no, I got this. Like, share, no. God damn it, I forget it. It's,
1: Rate, review, and follow.
0: Damn it. That's it. Rate review or follow. That's it. I gotta I gotta figure that out. I gotta get into the zone with that. Um and then our next episode only comes out in a few days. Our Halloween special. Yeah.
1: So just for that, just you know, I guess it doesn't we can say it in the episode, but we're just doing a straight Halloween talk. We're not gonna do movie news or what we've been watching or you know, Just anything street. really but Halloween talk because we got a lot of ground to cover. Yeah,
0: a lot of ground. A lot. A lot. So, uh, so, yeah. Again, thank you, Matt, for coming on. Steven,
1: it's Horse great to have all world. you guys
0: back on.
2: Of course, my world.
1: Yeah. yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was great chatting. It was awesome.
0: All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.